If you enjoy the podcast, please help me out and do one of three things. Follow, subscribe this podcast and leave a review. It really helps. Share us with your baseball friends. Uh, let them know about us. Or jump over to members.thisdayinbaseball.com. Join our email list, community, and our family of baseball podcasts. This is the Classic Baseball Broadcast Network, where we believe there is nothing like hearing about history from those who lived it. Listen to our full catalog of broadcasts at ClassicBaseballBroadcast.com. The first man to bat for the Tigers is Jojo White, the center fielder. Left-handed batter, White so far has two hits in the series. He's a tremendous fielder, this fellow, one of the best center fielders in baseball today. He can go and travel out there in the outfield. He has a good, short, steady arm, but his hitting this year has not been so strong, and consequently, manager Mickey Cochran has, has had to do quite a bit of shifting around with his outfield. But here's White. He's done very well so far in the series, and he's leading off now in the third game, which is about to get underway. He's getting a sign now from Hartnett. Here's the wind-up. The game is on. It's right over the heart of the plate. A oh, beauty right in there. Hack at third, Jurgis at short, Billy Herman at second, Cabaret at first, Demery in right field, Lindstrom in center field, and Delan in left. A slow ball right over the plate. Strike two. That was right in there. Heine Schubel is coaching at third for Detroit. Here comes the next pitch. It broke a little bit low that time. There was a quick curve that just broke and broke a little bit low. And the count is ball one and strike two. Our position here is just a little bit off to the left of the plate. Looking right down the first base line. Next pitch just missed the corner. A slow curve ball and the count is ball two and strike two on right. Nobody on the bases. The ball game has just started. The first man up in the third game of the World Series. Cubs won the first game three to nothing. Tigers won the second game eight to three. Next pitch, he drives foul, a liner into the boxes down the right field line. There's the usual scamper for the ball down there. You know, a baseball during a regular game of the season is a 12 souvenir, but a World Series baseball, that's something else again. That's a real souvenir. Nobody on the bases in the count of two and two on right. He throws the rubber out there. He's all set now. Here comes the pitch. It's a slow ball, and he's swung. The catcher dropped the ball, and he's swung at the first base, and he's out. Hartnett the Cabaretta. Hartnett dropped the third strike. Dropped it just with his feet, however, and had an easy time picking the ball up and throwing right out at first base. Hartnett the Cabaretta. One gone. Here's Mickey Cochran up at the plate. Getting a nice hand from the crowd as he steps up in there. Cochran has one hit so far in the series. First pitch is right over the plate. Strike one is called. Just a slight wind coming out of the east today and blowing toward right field. Next pitch is a fastball in close to Mickey, and he steps out of the way to keep from being hit with it. The count is four on strike one. 321 feet to the right field stands right there at the flagpole. 440 to deep center field, and 364 to left. He led the ground ball, bounced over the pitcher's head. Billy Herman comes in fast, can't get it. The ball goes right past him into center field, and Cochran is safe at first. Went right through Billy Herman, on out into center field, and put Cochran on first base. It's an error for Billy Herman. An error for Billy Herman puts the man on first base and brings up Charlie Geringer, the great second baseman of the Tigers, who so far has made two hits in the series. He hits a slow ball foul on the ground over near the Detroit dugout. One strike. 
That was a ground ball hit by Cochran, which bounced in front of Lee, right over his head, out towards second base. Tilly Herman cut in fast, tried to pick the ball up in a fast play, but the ball got to him and went on to the center field, and Mickey is safe on first. So there's a man on with one out here in the first half of the first inning. He is getting his sign again. Next pitch is in high and in close, the ball. Makes the ball one strike one now for Charlie. Stanley Hack at third base is playing in a little bit close. The outfield is playing in regular position. Galan, Lindstrom, Demery. They don't shift at all for Geringer, left-handed hitter. He turns and throws the ball over to first base, trying to pick the runner off, but he's back in the bag safely. Third game of the World Series. Tigers batting in the first half of the first inning. Lee against Stalker. Here's the pitch. Slow ball, and he drives a long foul down the right field line. It's another strike for Geringer, and the count is 4-1 and strike two. Another new ball is tossed into the game. Remember, the American League umpire, McGowan, is back at the plate. He's the umpire-in-chief. Dolly Stark, National League at first. Moriarty, American League at second. And Quigley, National League at third. Now he's getting a sign again. Here's the next pitch. Comes in high again at the ball, and the count is 2-2 two and two for Geringer. A little bit cool in Chicago today, but much more comfortable than it was in Detroit yesterday, but it was real cold and windy. Geringer takes one low and outside for a ball, and the count is 3-2. and two. That was a fastball that broke outside. Ball three and strike two. Geringer stands well back in the batter's box. Swings the bat around slowly in front of him. Not very often. Just every once in a while he brings it around. He's keeping a watchful eye on that pitcher. Here comes Douglas the runner down. He hits the ground ball past the pitcher. Hack comes up with the ball fast. Gets it over to first base. And he's out on the close play. Hack to Cabaretta. It is a ground ball to the third base side of the pitcher. Hack cut over fast on the grass. Up to the ball and almost with the same motion. Threw it over to first base. And he's out on the close play. Hack to Cabaretta. It advances Mickey Cochran to second. Two going and the man on second for the Tigers in the first half of the first inning. Here's Dawson up at the plate. Dawson hasn't made a hit yet in the series. A left-handed batter playing left field for the Tigers. Ali is ready to pitch to him. The first one comes in very close. Almost clipped him in the shoulder, and the boots fell out of the way in a hurry. Ball one. Tigers have a man on second base with two gone in the first half of the first inning. Bill Lee is getting a sign. Here's the next pitch, a slow ball, and it was just a little bit low. Ball two. Bill McGowan, the umpire back of the plate, just rolled down on his punches that time to be sure he saw it right. He is getting his sign now. Here comes the next pitch to Gosling, a slow ball, and he drives a high short fly back of the infield, back of second base. Jervis is back under it. He should get it, and he has it, retiring the side. Gosling hit a short fly ball back of second base on the grass in short center field. Jurgis ran back and caught it, and it retires the side. No runs, no hits, and one error. Now the game is going into the last half of the first inning with the Tigers in their gray uniforms, dark blue caps, and blue stockings going on to the field. Dawson left field, white center field, Pete Fox in right field. Marvin Owen is playing first base today in place of the injured Hank Greenberg. At second base is Charlie Geringer. At shortstop is Billy Rogel. And the third baseman, Clifton, Lee Clifton. Eldon Walker is out there in the pitcher's circle now, getting the dirt all smoothed down to his liking. First man to bat for the Cubs will be Augie Galan, the left fielder. Augie so far has one hit in the series. Hawk is whipping over a few to the catcher now. Hayworth, one of the substitute catchers, while Cochran gets on his mask. Chin guards and chest protector. Here's Mickey coming out to the plate. And the last half of the first inning of the third game of the World Series is about to get underway. The Tigers in their half. 
No runs, no hits, and one error. White struck out. Cochran was safe on Billy Herman's error. Geringer went out on the flash play, packed to Cabaretta, and Goslin popped to Jurgis behind second base. No runs and no hits. Elder Marker takes a couple of extra practice throws out there, and now Bill McGowan takes out his wrist room and dusts off the plate. Augie Gillan is back, the cut left fielder. In a 12-point advantage here in Chicago to see everything that happens just to the left of the plate. Nobody on, nobody out. Last half of the first inning, no score. Here's the pitch. He drives a base hit in the right field. The land over the line drive. Between first and second in the right field. Fox gets the ball back in the game in a hurry. And the land stops the first. There's the first hit of the game. The land shot single in the right field. Here's Billy Herman. Billy has made one hit so far in the series. Right-handed batter. Led the National League in two base hits this year. Led the National League in number of hits made. He got Redwick of the Cardinals. Now the line is taking a short lead off the first base. Off he's getting ready with the pitch. It's a nice one. Shoulder high, right over the outside corner. Right one is called to Billy Herman. Walker's keeping an eye on the man on first. Gets ready to pitch again. Here it is. Billy swung and missed. Right up there again around his shoulder. And it's two strikes. Ricky Cochran cocked his arm that time. He's going to throw the ball to first base. And Augie Hustle to get back there to first base safely. Cochran didn't throw it. The man on first. Calvin Walker pitching to the Tigers. He's ready in the next one. It's low under the dirt. Cochran has to throw himself in front of the ball that time to be sure that it didn't get away from him and allow the land to go to second. Right in the dirt. Walker is a kid who certainly defies superstition. He's wearing a big number 13 on the back of his gray uniform. That's the number that most of the players won't go for. Walker's getting ready in the next pitch. Right three. Billy Herman struck out. A fast ball right up around his shoulders, and Herman goes out on strike. One going. Here's the center field of Freddie Lynch at the plate. Right hand to Freddie. Bell has one hit so far in the series. We just want to count as each man comes to bat for the first time the number of hits that he's made in the series. Those of you who are keeping his cards and mark it down. Here's the next pitch. Bell the runner down and hit in one play. Hit the little roller along the third base line. Third base and comes in fast. Too late. It's a hit. Winston hit a little roller along the third base line. Winston came in fast. Keeps up the ball with his left hand. Threw it over the first base, but it was too late. Winston beats it for a hit, and the Cubs have runners on first and second. Here's Gabby Hartman up. He has three hits so far in the series. Cubs have a man on first and a man on second. Here's Gabby up at the plate now, waiting for Walker's first pitch. Coming on. First pitch was high and outside to Gabby for a ball. Ball one. Walker takes a lot of time out there. Gets the dirt smooth down around the pitcher's rubber. Draws his arms up in front of him. Now he's all set. Here's the next pitch. Gabby tried to back out of the way of a pitch in close, and the ball hit the handle of his bat. Went back against the screen, and it's a foul strike. The count is one and one for Hartnett. Gabby's had a great year this year. Finished the season with an average of over 340. Gibson playing third. Rogel at short. Gellinger second. Marvin Owen at first, say, for Detroit. Greenberg is not playing. 
Walker's getting it signed again. Here's the next pitch to Hartnett. He swung at a fastball below his shoulders and missed it. And the count is ball one and strike two. That was right in there. Walker's working slowly and very deliberately out there. Now he looks down at Cochran, again getting it signed. Galan leading off a second. Lindstrom off a first. Here's the pitch. He hit the ground, but off to the shortstop. Rodell up with him over to second out. Back over to first base. Out. A double play. Hartnett hit into a fast double play. Short to second to first. Rodell to Geringer to Owen. That was a perfect double play ball. Hit sharply on the ground, close to second base. Billy Rogel scoops it up, tossed it to the second baseman Geringer, and then over to Owen at first, and it retires the side. The Cubs made no run, and there were two hits. The land led off with a single to right field. Billy Herman struck out. Lindstrom beat out a slow roller down the third baseline, putting Cub runners on first and second. Then Hartnett hit into a fast double play. Rogel to Geringer to Owen. No run, and two hits. Now we're going into the second inning of this third game of the World Series in Chicago at Wrigley Field. No score on either side. There's Bill Lee out there on the mound. Gabby's just coming up to the plate. Tucker Stainback is up at the plate catching the field. Bill McGowan is dusting off the plate now. Cubs in their white uniforms have just finished pegging the ball around the infield. Everybody turns around now facing the batter and we're all set now to start the second inning of this game. The first man to bat for Detroit coming up to the plate now is the right fielder, Pete Fox. He's made three hits so far in the series. He bats right-handed. There's a high foul, which is going off there to the right, back near the railing. Gabby is fouling the ball back. He's under it, and he has it for the first shot. Fox, foul to Hartnett. Off there to the right, near the railing. Gabby went back within two feet of the railing around the lower boxes between the plate and first base. Just about ten feet toward first base and directly over to the railing. Now the next man to come up is Rogel, the shortstop. He has two hits so far in the series. First one is right over the plate for a tall strike. Strike one. Here's the next pitch from Lee. Fastball low and outside. A ball and the count is four. One strike one to Rogel. Nobody on the bases. One gone. First half of the second. No score on either side. Lee opposing Eldon Alter. Here's the next pitch. Fastball hit the grounder down toward Cabaletta. Cabaletta and Lee get mixed up on who's to take the ball, and it's safe at first. Cabaletta finally picks the ball up and throws it to Lee, and Lee lets the ball get away from him down the first baseline, and the runner goes to second. Now let's see what the official score is going to call it. It's a ground ball, a little bit to the right of Cabaletta. Cabaletta started for it and then thought the pitcher was going to cover it, so he beat it back to first base, and Lee stopped. It's called a hit and an error. A hit and an error. Cabaletta gets the error. He made a bad throw to Lee. At first base, finally, after picking up the ball, and the runner goes all the way to second. A hit and an error. Next man to come up is the first baseman, Marvin Owen. Swung at the first one, he missed it. One strike. When Cabaletta saw that Lee wasn't going for the ball, he had to go after it, and Lee then ran over to first base too late, and Cabaletta's throw was very low to him, hit him in the knee and rolled down the first base line, and the runner went to second. Next pitch to Owen is high, a ball. Count is four, one strike one. Rogel on second base for Detroit. One out. First half of the second inning. First baseman Marvin Owen is batting. Pitch he hit at the shortstop. Close to second. Billy Jurgis is up to the ball over the first base and he's out. Short to first. Jurgis to Cabaletta. He's gone. Next man to come up is the third baseman. Clifton. Tigers have a man on third base now with two out here in the first half of the second inning. Cubs are playing back on the infield. The outfield is playing in a little bit. Clifton back right at it. 
His batting average for the year is 255. This is his first appearance in the World Series of 1935. Both pitches a strike. He is getting the sign again. He's the next one. He hits the ground ball back at the Knocks it down. Picks it up over the first base. And he's out. He's higher in the side. Lee jumped up into the air to catch that ball off the bounce. It bounced in front of him and then behind the air. He swept the ball with his glove. As he tried to fall with the ground, he caught it again. Threw the ball easily over the first base. The Pirates kept him and the tie. The Tigers made no runs. There was one hit. And there was one order. The box went off in the inning by fouling the Hartman over near the ring. Then we'll go. A cutter for an infield hit when Cavaletto and Lee had trouble making up their minds as to who was the field of the ball and who was the cover first. Then he went to second base when Cavaletto slowed and Lee was bad and hit him in the knee and rolled down the first baseline. Owen went out, Jurgis to Cavaletto, Clifton went out, pitcher to first. Lee to Cavaletto. If the tires are side, no one is in one hit. Now we're going into the last half of the second inning of the third game of the World Series in Chicago. There is no score on either side. Lee, a right-hander, is pitching to the Cubs, and Elder Walker, a right-hander, is pitching for the Tigers. First man to bat for the Cubs is Demery, the right fielder, who so far has made three hits in the series. He's standing down here in front of us now as the Tigers get put out there. Walker is getting a bit of practice in, looking over the feet of Mickey Cotton. Center fielder and the right fielder, who are both playing some fielders here, adjust their glasses, and we're all set now to start the last half of the second inning. Here's Demery up at the plate. Dave McGowan, the umpire, takes his mask down over his face, takes his position behind Mickey Cochran, and now the last half of the second inning is getting underway. Walker stands out there on the weather, getting a sign. Now he's winding up. Here's the pitch to Demery. It's a fast ball right below his shoulder and right over the plate. Beauty. Strike one is called. Walker gets ready again. Here's the next pitch. Slow ball, and this is a nice one. Right in there, right over the heart of the post for strike two. Walker seems to have superb control out there today. Then he steps out of the batter's box, dries his hands, then gets up in there again. Comes his side on the plate a couple of times. Here's the next pitch. No underhand ball, and he hits a fly ball back in the right field. Back, 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 back. It's a home run. Over the right field fence for a home run. There he goes around second, jogging down slowly toward third. He just crossed the bag. Collison puts him in the back. He's running down the third baseline. He's almost to the plate. He's over the plate. Shake hands with Cabaretta and hold up the bat boy. Shake hands with Stanley Hack. And now he's running back toward the Cubs dugout. The Cubs are leading in the third game of the World Series, one to nothing. Demery hit a pitch, a fastball, which was up high, right over the right field fence, into the lower bleachers. Here's Phil Cabaret up at the plate. First pitch is that slow ball again, and see if a sweet slow ball this fellow has. He controls it beautifully. Right one. Walker's getting him signed again. There's the underhand pitch, and he drives the liner in the center field. The center fielder is waiting for it, and he has it right at his knees for the first out. Cabaretta messed up ball squarely and floated on the line in the center field. Jojo White was waiting for it and caught it right at his knees for the first out. One one. Here's the third baseman, Stanley Hack, has made one hit so far in the series. Left-handed batter. Starting now in the last half of the second inning. With one run in, one going and nobody on the bases. First pitch, right in there. Just above his waist for a false strike. 
Elder Mapper opposing Lee in the third game of the World Series. Irwin is playing first and fifth and third. There's a hit into left field. Thousand takes the ball on the box, falls down while Keenan gets up in a hurry and wins it back into the infield. Pat go the liner right over the third baseman cut into left field. Thousand came in, caught the ball on the first bounce. Got it back into the infield and Hatch stops it first. Here's Jurgis up. That was the fourth Cub hit. Here's Bill Jurgis batting with a teammate on first. There goes the runner down to the first pitch. There goes the throw. He slides in and he stays at second. Hatch goes second. Hatch broke for second base with the first pitch to Bill Jurgis. The pitch was in low and in close. Cochran grabbed it, shot it down to second base. Hack stood and he's safe at second. It's a stolen base for Hack. Puts him in a scoring position with one out here in the last half of the second inning, and the Cubs leading the Tigers by a score of one to nothing. Walker's getting his sign now. Here's the pitch to Jurgis, a slow ball right across his knees, a called strike. The count is one and one. Ball one and strike one. That, by the way, was Demery's second home run of the series. He has two home runs. Greenberg has won. Pitcher gets ready again. The next one to Jurgis. He hits the ground ball down the third baseline. It gets away from Pitcher. Hackett's flying for third, and he's safe at third. The pitch cut runners on first and third. Into the ground ball down the third baseline, close to the bag. Pitcher leaned over to pick the ball up, and the ball scooted out of his hands over the foul line. He chased the ball over the foul line, and Hack comes to third base standing up, and the pitch cut runners on first and third. It's an error for Clifton. The official score ruled that he should have held the ball. It's an error for Clifton. Puts Cub runners on first and third. Next man to come up will be the pitcher, Bill Lee. That is the third error so far in the game. Man on first and a man on third for the Cubs. One run in on Demerty's homer. One gone in the last half of the second inning. Here's Lee up at the plate. He's that's right-handed. Walker's ready. First pitch in a little bit close at the knee. A ball. Lee stands well over six feet tall. About six feet two and a half. He's wearing number 15 in the back of his white uniform. Now he's crouching over that plate with that bat held out in front of him. He doesn't move it around much. The next pitch, he hits the ground ball out toward close to the second baseman. Guarantees up with it over the first base. He's out. The run scores. And the Cubs are leading two to nothing. He hit a ground ball between first and second. Garinger picked the ball up. It was a slow roller. Threw it over the first base to a tire lead. In the meantime, Hack scores from third, and the Cubs are leading Detroit two to nothing. Jurgis advances to second. Now the top of the batting order with Augie Galan over the plate. He singled the right field the first time up. Batting now with a teammate on second, two gone and two runs in in the last half of the second inning. Elder Walkers getting a sign from Cochran, the pitch. There's that slow ball in close to Augie's shoulder, and Augie jumps out of the box. One ball. Now he taps his out on the plate. He's watching Walker. Walker keeps an eye on the runner on second base. He's ready. Here's the pitch. Fastball. A little bit outside at the waist. The ball. Makes it ball two. Walker peers down at Cochran getting his sign. Here's the next pitch. Over the plate, and Galan went all the way around. Did you hear that ooh from the crowd? Galan went around that time, trying to connect with that ball, and he missed it. And the count is ball two and strike one. Augie Galan with a man in the scoring position on second base. He's batting with two gone. Walker's getting his sign now. Here's the next pitch. Fast ball, and he hits the fly ball in the left field, which Goslin should get. He's in, he's under it, and he has it retiring the side. Jurgis is left on the base. The Cubs made two runs, two hits, and there was one error. 
We'll leave Hitch and Hupp out there. Threw that one very high and outside. And the Cotty's ball team strike one for Garinger. Cochran has a short lead off of first base. He's not taking any chances here with two gone. Here's the pitch. He hits a hard base ground ball right past Cabaret into right field. It's a safe hit. Demery juggled the ball momentarily but recovered in time and got the ball across the infield at third base. And Mickey Cochran stopped at second. That noise you hear is because Demery picked up the ball in right field and made a perfect throw to third base. Just threw it over there on a beeline. And the crowd approves of that long, accurate throw. Now the Tigers have two men on the bases. It's a clean hit in the right field for Charlie Geringer. That was the second hit for the Tigers. Here's Goslin up. Goslin fired out to Lindstrom in center field the first time. Starting now with two men on and two out. Slow ball, high and outside. Ball one. That was Geringer's third hit of the series. Hockman on second, Geringer on first. Two gone in the first half of the third inning. Which is getting a sign out there. Here's the next one. Goslin jumps away from a fastball in close at the knee, and it's ball two. Lee turns around, takes his glove off, rubs the ball around in his hands a bit. Now he's watching the runners. He has his sign already. Here's the next pitch to Goslin, a slow ball. He hits the fly ball out into left center field. The lane is going over fast, jumps up and grabs it right against the screen in left center field. He retired the side. Two for Billy. 
Gallagher over here at our left, coaching at third. Johnny Cordon down at first. Walker's ready. Here's the next pitch. An underhand ball. He hit the grounder down the third baseline. Clifton comes up with the ball in a short hop. Gets it over to first base, and he's out on a nice play. Clifton came up with that ball on a short hop right near the bag. Came up with it cleanly, threw it over to first base, and it's out at first on a nice play. Clifton to Owen. One going. If he hadn't have timed that bounce perfectly, that ball would have got away from him, surely. Here's Freddie Lindstrom up. He singled the first time up. A slow roller down the third baseline. He hits the ground ball down the third baseline. Clifton comes up with it. Over to first base, and he's out. Clips into Owen. He's going. Clifton threw himself to his knees that time in front of the ball. He was going to make sure that it didn't get away from him. But he caught the ball perfectly. Threw it over to first base, and it's out at first. Clips into Owen. He's going. Here's Gabby up. Gabby hit him to a fast double play the first time up. Eyes up for the second time today with two outs. Foul ball. Back into the screen. One strike. Cubs are batting in the last half of the third inning. They're leading two to nothing. Hartnett is up with two out and nobody on. Hawker's drying his hands on the rosin bag. He was stooping over. Now he straightens up. Wipes his pitching hand across his, in front of his uniform. Now he's starting his wind up. Here's the pitch. Gabby hits the ground ball out toward the second baseman, Geringer, up with it over to first base, and he's out, retiring the side, Geringer to Owen. No run, no hit, and no error. Herman was up first. He was thrown out by Clifton. Lindstrom was up. He hit a slow roller to Lindstrom, who threw him out. Or Lindstrom was up and hit a slow roller to Clifton, who threw him out. And then Hartnett hit one back at Geringer, who threw him out in a fast play. Geringer to Owen, and it retires the side. No run to no hit. At the end of three innings, in the third game of the World Series in Chicago, the score, the Chicago Cubs 2, the Detroit Tigers nothing. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGM Tribune Square, Chicago. Now we're all set for the start of the fourth inning. The Cubs are on the field. The Tigers are coming to bat for their turn in the first half of the fourth inning. And now it's my pleasure to introduce my associate in these broadcasts, Red Barber. Okay, Red. Thanks, Bob. And first up for Detroit as we go into the top half of the fourth inning is Pete Fox, the right fielder. It's right-handed. The lead not right-handed comes down with a fast and speaking right over the middle and under the letters for a ball strike one. The first pitch of the fourth inning. Chicago leading Detroit two to nothing. And this is the third game of the World Series. He had to wind up towards. Fox swings at the high. In field pocket. Down by shortstop. Third baseman Hackler. Over shortstop. Jagged weights. Cries for it. Takes it. Right in front of second base. The ball floating from halfway between second and third. All the way down in front of second base. And Jagged waiting for it. Camping underneath it. And Hammond. And one up and one gone for Detroit in the first half of the fourth inch. Billy has given up the two hits. One of them is very scratchy. In the three and a third innings. Seems to be settling down. It's the time to go to work to Rogel. Who's getting left-handed. For the looks of the Perkins, called strike one, just above the knees and over. And the Rogel, a switch hitter, getting an opportunity this afternoon to bat left-handed against right-handed offering. Will Lee, six foot three right-handed, gets 195 pounds behind the swing, down comes the pitch, it's swung on, it's a high one out into short right field, Billy Herman goes back to second base, and drives everybody away from him and makes the catch. That's all for Rogel. Flying out into short right field, second base from Billy Herman going back neatly, waiting underneath it, and taking it. And then we to be better sure that Billy Herman didn't get nervous about the right fielder coming, pounding in behind him, was powering and staying out of the way. As Marv Owen, batting right-handed, takes the first pitch, across his face, inside for ball one. Owen hitting right-handed, standing with in batter's box, and that's taking a stick, proving himself the most versatile and useful player. Regular third baseman, playing in first this afternoon, Greenberg got the pitch, one swings, misses on a curve, taking down under his bat, and it's strike one. One and one. One ball and one strike. Owen went at that one hard. And he sits back out of batter's box and throws himself for the moment. 
Sets off his hand, steps back up now. Cuts the meat end of his bat down on the plate. Sets, waits, meat delivers. Hits in, that's going on. The ground ball hopping down to short. Judges comes up with the cleaner. There's a throw into first. Cabrera ropes it in, and that's all for Marl Moore. And it was in one, two, three order on very few pitches in the first half of the fourth inning. Going out, short to first. Go for the point. Not a ball being hit really out of the infield. In fact, that short fly ball into right with second baseman Herman was able to take. Well, that was all for the Tigers in the first half before. Out in order. They're settling down. Walker has been pitching great balls with the exception of the second inning. He delivered to Demery first up in that second inning. A rising ball. He started with that uh, underhand submarine motion just a couple of inches off the slab, and it was shoulder high by the time it reached the plate. It went still higher. Demery rode it above the 10-foot wire screen and into the spectators in the permanent right field bleachers for the home run. And, of course, that error didn't help Arthur any and led mainly to Chicago's second run in the last half of the second. So the Cubs leading 2 to nothing, and now Chicago, after being retired in 1-2-3 order without hitting a ball out of the infield in the last round, is up on the offensive in the last half of the fourth. Demery, who led off that second inning with a home run, is now first up. It's right-handed. Does he carry a lot of power in those wide shoulders of his? Orca delivers from low. The pitch comes inside, not rising enough, and it's ball one. Orca gets set. In it comes. The pitch. It's a high one. It's hit out toward right field and foul. Foul going into the spectators deep behind right field. And, of course, the Chicago fans happy seeing their first World Series game this 1935 with their Cubs contending. Immediately uh, stepped to their feet and started yelling as the ball looked as though it might be almost a replica of the ball that Demery pounded out toward right in the second inning. And toward outfield, it's pulled around toward right. They're not playing Demery as a poor hitter. Frank stands back out of battle back for a second. Walker standing quietly there on the field. Takes his time to Mickey Cochran. Cochran comes out of his track now. Sits committed to target. Demery waits. That caught behind his right ear. Swings. Thousand straight back to the netting behind home. And it is two strikes and nothing. Two strikes and one ball. Two strikes and one ball to Frank Demery. First batter up in the last half of the fourth inning. Chicago leading two to nothing. This ball game is looked upon as a very crucial one. As the pivot upon which success or failure may crown the efforts of the two contending teams. Walker takes quite a bit of time in rubbing up a new baseball being given him. Goes on his right hand for a moment. Now steps. Lanky, tall, almost giant figure. The Kansas goes and actually in comes the pitch. Demery swings at the high fly going out into short center field. Under it comes White. Under it and has it. White was cutting first to his right, then to his left, zigzagging as though he were a half back running through a broken field. But he was there when that ball came down because the wind was sweeping in and caused that ball to float down this way and down that. And White was coming right underneath it and staying with it. That's all the memory disposed of. Jojo White, unassisted, first batter up in the last half of the fourth. Now the hitter is Phil Cabaretta. It's left-handed. Takes the first and inside, leaning back from it. Ball one. One ball and nothing to Phil Cabaretta. Little Italian picked up from the sandlot right here in his native Chicago. Off and delivers. The pitch comes over. Neither the call strike one. One and one. That one broke. Sets himself. There's the chewing gum up there. Walker delivered easily at the floater that comes inside for ball two. He pulled the string on that one, but didn't have the control. Two balls, one strike. Bill Cavaletta, one out, nobody on. Last half of the four. Walker delivers. It's a pass, and the Cavaletta slugs down towards second base. Up comes Garinger with it. The throw to first is in plenty of time, and Cavaletta hustling all the way is thrown out by four steps. And it's two up and two gone for Chicago in the last half of the fourth. And the ball game is settling down now to be a pitcher's battle. As Arthur realizing that he cannot let the lead get any more top-heavy against him. And Bill Lee trying to make the most of his lead. 
Hanks. Hitter is Stanley Hanks. He's singing his first time up. Swings in the first pitch. It's a high foul back over the netting. Four strike one. Stanley Hanks batting left-handed. A very sharp pair of eyes. The pitch is about to bounce at first base. Owen stays right with it. Adams is a very polished play. Lamar Owen is playing out of position. And he's on So for the second straight round, Walker has retired order without submitting a man to get on first base. At the end of the fourth inning, it is two runs, four hits, and two errors for the Chicago Cubs. This is the third game of the World Series. No runs, two hits, and one error for the Detroit Tigers. But this broadcast of the World Series comes to you with the compliments of the Ford Motor Company and the Ford Dealers of America. Cubs are on the field. Tigers are coming to bat now for their turn in the first half of the fifth. Okay, Red. First up is the going to beginning of the fifth inning is Clifton. You tell it the infielder who is getting a crack at World Series contention here this afternoon. Of course, Clifton is very happy and thrilled to be in the series. You know that Clifton and the Detroit Tigers are not very happy over Hank Greenberg being out of the lineup. Clifton playing in third base, hitting right-handed for a second try. Swings in the first one. It's a sharp drive out there left center field. And Lindstrom coming the way the territory is there when the liner comes close to Terracana and makes the catch. A wide, warning catch by Freddie Lindstrom, who came out of center field into left center. Right in there where those tournament left field bleachers jut out into the outfield. Where it says 364 feet. Lindstrom really got a hold of that one with a bang. Freddie Lindstrom was just a little too fast on his feet. Shifting right in and having it perfectly gauged in time. And that now is Orca, the pitcher, hitting right-handed up for a second try. Swings on the first, it's a high foul back up on top of the second tier. Back behind home. One strike and nothing to Ellen Orca. He sets up there on the hill. Neither pitcher uses the lineup this afternoon. They both cut themselves. Sort of a half-off pump up above their head. They're ready. Down comes the pitch. Orca taking and a ball strike two. Unfree shoulders clipping the outside corner. Orca is very big. Six foot two and a half, 195 pounds, and leaves the same weight and a half in Florida. The big Louisiana and cuts it loose. It's inside, ball one. Two strikes, one ball to Eldon Offer. One out for Detroit. Top half of the fifth inning, nobody on. Got this thing straight away on Offer. Not bringing one way or the other to find it. Because Offer almost reaches for it, decides not, but it is given call strike three, and Offer walks out of batter's box slowly without saying a word. Alan Hawker called on the third strike. He had half a hunch to swing, to check the swing, but it cost him just the same. That's the second strike after Bill Lee. Hawker has won. The matter is the top of the order. J.J. White, first pitch is White in and over as Bill Lee is blazingly going to work. And it's strike one. He leans down off the hill, twists his head to get the visor to his cap, throw a little shade on his eyes, get the sign, and deliver right to left-handed batter, slides it right back past the mound, over second base, out in the center field. It is a terrific, sharp single, White running to the left, his first base cuts back in, as Lindstrom accurately picks up the hit and relays it back into the keystone. Jordan White gets his first hit this afternoon, a sharp single right back through the middle, just partially detected by Bill Lee's glove. He made a sad for it, but it was no use. That's the third hit off Lee on the seventh hit of the ball game. Now with one out, White very fast on his feet at first base. The hitter is Mike Crockett, who's been on every time. He's been up today, despite not getting a hit. He got on to Billy Herman's error in the opening round, and he's passed in the third inning. The sole walk of the game. Crockett hitting left-handed. Doesn't choke his bat. Stand there. White takes a good health to lead off first. Calvetta holding the inside corner. Lee watches the first. Another put the end of the third. Crockett takes outside. Race tie ball one. Crockett leans over. Rather contemplatively and fondly touches home plate. That's payoff time. They hit the end of his bat. And Mickey brings it walk up back to rest behind his left ear. Keeps his eyes in the Burning on Lee, the pitch, Cochran taking, and Hartman threatens to throw down the first, but holds his fire as White ducks back in. The pitch falls strike one. 
Ghanaian and won the conference. Two outs, White leading down on first. He takes a cautious stretch, gets set, and then the pitch caught in swing. Out toward right field, memory coming in fast. Makes a rolling, sitting, second catch of it. And Cochran is out, robbed by Demery. This World Series is certainly going to make the name of Demery a household word around Chicago. Frank Demery coming in on the wings of the wind from deep right field, up inside the right field foul line, had to dive forward into a half-sitting sliding position, and he made the catch as the back of his glove, the underside of his glove, the open court was getting along the grass nuts, and he held it, rolled over, and then proudly showed the ball to the umpire, but the ball was in sight all the way through. A great catch. One of the great adversaries, and there will be none much greater. A great catch by Frank Demery, and that was all for Cochran. That was sure robbery on Mick Cochran. A great play by Demery. No run. One hit in the top half of the fifth inning. One left on, and a strikeout for Lee. Going into the last half of the fifth inning. Official ball game now, and the last half of the fifth inning turns up with the home club leading Chicago two to nothing. But this ball game will be played through to the bitter end. Saying that it's an official ball game doesn't mean anything in the slightest. Old Saul is burning down, giving us his brightest full tooth smile. Kevin Walker warms up his right arm leisurely, gets what suits out of it, and they have a symbol while he was sitting on the dugout and batting in the top half of the fifth. He's ready to work against Chicago in the last half of the fifth inning. First up for the Cubs will be Bill Jurgis, who hit seven, who hit eighth in the list. Jurgis first up. He got on to an error by third baseman Clifton. His first trip up, up for a second try. Right-handed hitter. Gets back from one inside on his shins. It's ball one. The first pitch for the last half of the fifth. Jungie set. And said, good luck, handle number 11. Baseman red across the back of his white home uniform. Takes a low one. And it is ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Walker slips his glove back up his left wrist. Takes both by a pond. Visitor massages the ball. Pitches his bill of his camp. Goes to the rod and back a moment. He doesn't show any signs of nervousness. Just walks sedately. Takes his time around the hill. Now he's set to go. Balancing himself. Cuts it loose. Jungie takes it inside for a ball three. Three balls or nothing. This is the most serious hole that Walker's been in this afternoon. And that ball is taken out of play. Carking asking for a new one and gets it. Walker busily rubbing this one up. Now steps himself down the hill. Takes a sign from Cochran. He is mission life now to try and register the automatic strike. Jogis sets. Doesn't choke his bat. The pitch. Jogis takes it. And the strike is called. Three and one. Waist high and over. Walker steadying himself and just throwing it in. Now the submarina. He's on off the hill. All set to use that six for two and a half frame delivers. And it is inside for ball four. And Bill Jurgis first up in the last half of the fifth inning. Is rubber stamp and put on first base. That is the first base on ball given up on. Offense is no doubt is anticipating a bunt. Detroit is looking for it. And Lee does sacrifice toward the mound. Walker comes down off the hill, looks for second. She's no use. Plays it to first base to second second guarantee who covers. And Lee is out on a neat sacrifice. Bunted halfway between pitcher's mound and first base. Bill Lee out on the sacrifice, thrown out. Walker to Charlie Geringer, who comes over and covers at second base. Jurgis is stepped down in the keystone on the bunt. Now with one out, Jurgis in potential scoring territory for a single on second base from the hitter is Augie Galan, who has one for two this afternoon. Galan, a switch hitter, is batting left-handed against right-hander Walker. Walker steps, Galan waits, takes it, ducking back from the inside on the knees, ball one. Jurgis takes the lead down on second, Walker looks at him for a moment. Down comes the pitch, Galan swings, misses, and swings halfway around in windmill fashion. He almost fed Eagle himself out when he didn't connect. 
Brown at one and one. Elder Galan, the freshman, with those brown eyes, touches off to the pitch. It's in there, Galan's team done. It's a shot line drive through the hole within first and second to deep right field. The team hit Jagger's on third, comes into the plate, and Galan holds up at first with a single. Then when the ball rolls through the infield, gets away from Cocker for the moment, Galan alert goes down two seconds. The Jagger's was in ahead of the throw, and the ball bounded around, getting the bomb very alert, went right on into the keystone, and he's there now. And the score is three to nothing in favor of Chicago. Three to nothing in favor of Chicago. Galan on second base. The nature of that single and the batter is Herman. Lynn Herman, who has the blow this afternoon. Up for a second try, hitting right-handed. This swing to first and hard, misses for a strike one. He's off and bends it down just above the ring. So that one base on ball given up by Orca has cost him. Orca looks back at second. Galan is one of the fastest players in baseball. Leaps down the pitch. Herman swings at the short line drive, but Owens cannot hold at first base, knocks it down, but Herman is on first ahead of Owens, attempts to throw into the pitch, and Galan goes down to third. The ball is kicked around on the ground there for a moment between Orker and Owens, and Galan threatens to come home, but Orker recovers, picks up the ball, runs it back toward pitcher's mound, and Galan holds on at third base. And I don't see how the officials score can give that anything but a smashing single for Billy Herman. Our position today is unfortunate as far as seeing the officials score, and we have to guess a lot, but then they're ready to not second guessing. A terrific line drive smash for a hit. Yes, it scored as a hit by Billy Herman off the ground of Marv Owen down at first base. Herman is on first, and Delon on that single moved down to third base. Now you're taking a little time. Offer deliberating out there on the hill. One run already over. Scores are leading three nothing. Ready to come up. One out. One is on first and third. Mr. getting right-handed. Takes the first one on the outside corner above the knees, and it's called strike one. One strike called on Benson. Mason Ball certainly started things off. Takes a catch, lets it third for a moment. Lets it first, now delivers. Nurston reaches out first, hits it down towards second base. Gary comes up to second. Lavelle gets it to first. It is a double play. A double play. The decision is close at first, and Lindstrom comes out and begins to protest to Donnie Stark, but it doesn't do any use. A double play. Lindstrom reaching out for an outside one. Cast it down towards second. Gary came up with it, and neatly added in to Billy Rogel, who took the throw at second, forcing the oncoming Herman from first base for the first out of the twin killing and the second out of the inning, and the third out of the inning in the second out of the double play was immediately registered on Rebell's quick throw over to first base to Marv Owen. A double play hit into by Freddie Lindstrom. Bellinger to Rebell to Owen. And so for Chicago in the last half of the fifth inning, one run on two hits, one man left on. Chicago leading three I think, at the end of five innings. Early goes out to resume his pitching chores for the beginning of the sixth. Lee out there getting ready to work the beginning of the sixth inning. First up for Detroit will be Gellinger, followed by Johnson, and then by Fox. Lee, ready to pitch now to the tough part of the order. That was certainly a close play at first base. And Lindstrom did a little sporting the first time that a player has honestly put in a complaint with an umpire in the series. And take it all good naturedly. Now, first up, in the beginning of the sixth, is Charlie Granger. With one of the two this afternoon, a single. Take the first pitch, he breaks it over. The Bethany's call strike one. Charlie throwing that right thumb of his driver. One strike and nothing. Granger, left hand batter, choking his pick about an inch. Charlie looks at the pitch captain, goes outside, and it's one and one. 
Charlie Young is one of the greatest second basemen in all baseball. A great money player and has a brilliant eye up there at the table. Concentrate on his work. The pitch, Young's a pitcher. It's called strike two on the inside slice, just above the knees. Bill Lee is keeping his pitches low. It's primarily a low pitcher with lots of curves. Has to have a lot of support from his infield. Nothing in ball game with a lot of ball to hit back across. Ranger reaches out for one, hits it high. By first base, Calvary comes in and he drives everybody away. Taken by Hack, the third baseman, who despite Calvary's warning, steps in front of him and makes the catch. About 10 feet on the first base line of Pritchard's mound. Stanley Hack floating way over under that high infield pop up by Charlie Gerringer. And that's one gone for Detroit. In the beginning of the sixth inning. Here is Bruce Gosman. Twice the goose has been up today, twice he hasn't blow. But in the third inning, it wasn't his club. He literally crowned the cover off that horse side, but Augie Galan made a sensational leaping catch in that center field. Gosman, great veteran. Stout hard, getting left-handed. Nearly a youngster delivers. Gosman takes it. It's a change of pace that comes inside for ball one. One ball and nothing to the goose. Raises that back and forth energetically to the pitch. Skarsen swings it to Sharp. Cracked his first hit of the series. A bowl through the hole between first and second. A single out into right field. Bruce Skarsen rams down on that one. A single out into right field. That is the fourth hit of Bill Lee. The fourth hit for Detroit this afternoon. The score is 3-0 in favor of Chicago. First half of the sixth inning. One out. Dogs on first. And the battery is Fox getting right-handed. Better than 300 hitter. Raises that back and forth. Swings on the first one. It's a sharp line drive. Over Cavaretta's head going to the right field corner. Garden round second. Fox hits first. Garden comes on down to third. Demery chases the ball. Garden round third comes on in. Pete Fox comes into third and holds up as Garden scores. Pete Fox getting the first triple of the series. Pete Fox, a sharp line drive. Hit well over Cavaretta's head. It went out into right field, inside the right field foul line, down into the right field corner. The ball counting around crazy. Demery chasing it frantically, finally getting to it, but not in time to prevent Garden scoring all the way from first and Fox holding up at third base, and that is the first title run this afternoon off Bill Lee. A triple, and a very healthy clean one by Pete Martin. Triple into the right field corner, which scores Bruce Gardner. That's the first run of Bill Lee, and the fifth hit. Now with one out, Fox on third base. Rogel steps up, batting left-handed at the moment. But it takes a high inside one for ball one. Chicago infield is pulled up onto the base pass, hoping for a ground hit ball as they can throw into the plate and keep Fox from scoring from third. Fox, Detroit potential second round. The score is now 3-1 favor Chicago. One out. Fox leads down off third. In comes the pitch. And it's outside. Harden pulls down to third. And Fox is caught off and is out. Cognit to Stanley Hack. Cognit to Stanley Hack and Fox. Takes too long to lead off third, and Gabby Hodden's accurate right arm extinguishes him. Pete Fox is caught off third base, and of course an argument ensues with umpire quickly, the arbiter who called that play down there, and Fox, the base runner, Fox is now walking away, and the Detroit coach back behind third base. Pete Fox was picked off third base by Gabby Hodden. A great throw through Stanley Hack. Hartnett to Hack. Coach Schubel, after arguing quite a bit, finally walks away, and I think that Schubel is thrown out of the ball game by umpire Quigley for protesting too vociferously down there. Schubel is set out of the ball game by umpire Quigley. Pete Fox was on third base, took too long to reach, got the Hartnett through down to Stanley Hack. Fox came sliding back in, Hack put the ball on and Quigley called Fox out, and then Schubel started to protest, and now is walking into the Detroit dugout, vanished from behind third base by umpire Quigley. Time is still out. 
Montana going, standing back behind home plate, allowing matters to take their course quickly, is standing in front of third base and looks as though he's very much on the aggressive. Seems as though Schubert must have gotten Quigley's down to rest. Most quickly, but in the National League, Arbidet keeps looking over to the Detroit dugout, waiting no doubt for Schubert to lead the diamond entirely and the park and go back to the clubhouse. And several of the Detroit players are waving their hands in quickly. They just be uh, following up certain vocal mods that they may be throwing at him. This is the first real excitement of the series as far as the players and the umpires having a run-in. That was a close play down at third base. Fox sliding back. Quickly, umpiring down at third. Called Fox out for the second out of the sixth inning. And Triple is out of the park. Now, Lee is ready to work through Rogel. Billy takes the pitch, and it is called strike one. There were two balls on Miguel before this situation has simply occurred. And two balls, one strike. Miguel takes an inside one, falling back from it to keep from getting skinned on the short ribs. And it is three and one. Three and one, Miguel. Two out, one run in for Detroit. In the top half position, nobody on now. Miguel takes all strike two. Looking at it. Three and two. But it digs in. That's the end of his bat down on the plate. Must have served as an edge on the series now, of course. And it is called strike three. A curve breaking in above the knees on the outside corner. And Rogel is called out on the third strike. This is the third strike out for Bill Lee. Well, in the first half of the sixth inning, after Garinger had hit an infield pop with taking my Stanley Hack, the third baseman, Bruce Rosling slugged a sharp single through the hole between first and second out into right field. And then came the forward. That's two Fox. Neatly down into the far right field corner. A line drive over Caporetto's head at first inside the right field foul line. And the ball that hopped around as though you're filled with jumping jacks out there on the right field corner every time Demery tried to pick it up. And Fox held up a third with a triple dart and scoring. And then after one ball had been thrown to Rogel, in came the second ball. Gabby Hornet calling for the pitch out. And Gabby, testing the accuracy of his right arm, made a very dangerous save at one which was successful as far as Chicago was concerned. Suppose Hardens had thrown that ball away. But Gabby elected to try. And he made a throw down to third base, a perfect throw to Hack. Hack put the ball on Fox sliding back in. And Fox was called out by umpire Quigley. And then Quigley had to make a second call, ejecting Detroit coach Schubel from the diamond. Now we're all set for the last half of the sixth inning. First up is Gabby Hardin himself, the right-handed hitter. The first pitch for Alter is a fast and streaking over waist high, calls strike one. Hardin set. Here's been a price day, has the blow. Big right-handed slugger. Looks at a high outside one. One and one. One and one to Leo. Elden Alter. Ranger Camden. Takes the sign now from his fire manager, Mickey Cochran. The pitch. Hardin swings, bounces it down, off the plate, and up behind the line. Charlie Geringer comes in fast, gets it over to first place, and Hardnett is out. A very fast play by Charlie Geringer. Hardnett slammed that one down onto the hard rubber. Hard plate, the ball bounded high, over pitch's mound, and dropped into the grass in front of second base. But Charlie Geringer was right there on top of the play, and threw Hardin down by a couple of steps. That's one gone for Chicago. The Cubs leading 3-1. It's the last half of six, nobody on. And the hitter is Dunley, who has one hit a home run, just credit. Frank the strike handed. It's a wide one. Ball one. The Detroit pitchers are getting a little bit more cagey about how they're picking the Dunnery. They got the first home run in the series, and now have the last home run in the series. Greenberg has the intervening one. It's only been three circuit tops. And they almost go for a high outside one, but let the pass fall through. Two balls, no strikes to Frank Dunnery. Bring Bell on. It's right-handed. Where's Parker through the shoulder? Parker delivers a submarine ball that rises, but stays outside, and it is ball three. For Frank. 
and reads that. Honker now is faced with the necessity of getting that automatic strike registered. Around comes that right whip. The pitch is wide and low for ball four. And on four straight tosses, Demery is ushered down to first base. It's the third walk in the game and the second one by Orca. He's given up one. Now with one out, Demery on first. And the young 19-year-old, Major League sensation Phil Cabaretta is up. Imagine the kid in Bell of 19 being in the World Series. A throw goes over to first base, driving Demery back. Went put the ball on him, but not in time. Demery was back ahead of the throw. Walker set. Keeps his eye peeled over at first. Marlowe and holds the inside corner there. Demery leads off. Cabrera left hand hit away. The pitch comes in. It's hit back to the mound. Walker takes it. Plays it to second base to Rogel. And Rogel cannot make the throw to first after forcing Demery as he has taken out of the play. Demery sliding underneath him. Rogel coming down on top. Now Rogel takes time out for a moment to adjust his uniform pant leg underneath his left knee. Cabrera hitting back to the box. Got on first to the fielder's choice as Arthur played back to second base, forcing Demery. Arthur to Rogel, who covered. Now with two gone, Cabrera on first. The hitter is standing halfway. One for two this afternoon, a single. Matt left-handed jumps in that quite a bit. Down goes Cabrera attempting to steal. In comes the throw, and Cabrera is out. Over sliding second base. Cabaretta is out, oversliding second base, and Cabaretta is arguing down there. Charlie Grimm has come out onto the infield. It seems an argument for the order of the day. Cabaretta attempting to steal was thrown out. Mike Cochran getting a lightning-like accurate throw down to second base. Ball taken by Rogel, and Cabaretta sliding in, apparently slid off a bit because umpire Moriarty down there Looked as though he was going to call the play safe and then called it out. And Cabaretta came up out of the dust with every similarity between himself and a bantam fighting rooster who is sore. Cabaretta came out of there and he was quickly abetted by his manager, Charlie Grimm. Charlie coming from behind third base where he was coaching. Out there to second. And now most of the Chicago players have gathered around second base. Most of the Chicago players have gathered around second base. And all the umpires are out there. It's sort of a mob scene, a mob scene around second. And it looks as though that Charlie Grimm may be banished. Anyhow, umpire Moriarty, yes, umpire Moriarty is waving somebody away. And it looks as though it's going to be Charlie Grimm. <laughs> Perhaps Charlie Grimm is out of the game. Anyhow, that was the third out, ending uh, the last half of... The sixth inning, the third out in the last half of the sixth inning, and the score is 3-1 to one in favor of the Cubs. You are receiving this broadcast of the World Series with the covenants of the Ford Motor Company. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGN Tribune Square. Well, we're back at Wrigley Field, and now Bob Elson. Thank you, Rob. Hello, everybody. We're going into the first half of the seventh inning. The Chicago Cubs are on the field now, and the Tigers are coming to bat, and the first baseman, Marvin Owen, is going to be the first man up. Lots of excitement out here. That was a close play at second base with uh, Cabaretta sliding into the bag, and uh, Geringer took Cochran's throw, which was to the second base side of the bag, seemed to make a swipe at Cabaretta as he went by, and umpire Moriarty said he got him, and he was out. There's the first pitch to Marvin Owen. It's high and outside for a ball. Nobody on and nobody out. We're starting the seventh inning. The Cubs are leading 3-1. to one. There's a long, high fly back in right field. Demery is going back, back, back to the fence, and he caught it right back against the fence for the first out. Marvin Owen got a hold of the ball that time and slammed it way back to the screen in right field. Demery backed up and caught it with his back against the fence for the first out. One going. Third baseman flipped it. Clifton slammed one hard last time up. The liner into left center field, which Freddie Linson caught. Right hand hitter up at the plate. 
pitch is getting a sign out there again. He's ready. Next pitch is a strike right in across his knees, and the count is 4-1 and strike one. Detroit trailing by two runs here in the first half of the seventh inning. The Cubs are leading 3-1. Here's a pitch from Lee. He swung at the ball, tried to stop, but it was too late. He went more than halfway around, and it's a strike. The count is 4-1 and strike two. One out of nobody on in the first half of the seventh inning. Lee Clifton, the Tiger third baseman batting. Marvin Owen is playing first base today in place of Greenberg, who's out with an injured wrist. Next pitch is high for a ball, and the count is 2-2. Two two. Detroit is warming up a right-hander and a left-hander along the right field line. Here's the next pitch. It's into the dirt for a ball. Ball three and strike two. Schoolboy roll, a right-hander, and Hodgson, a left-hander, warming up for the Tigers down in the right field bullpen. Gabby walks out in front of the plate, says something to Bill Lee. Bill turns around, walks slowly out toward the pitcher's circle. One out and nobody on the bases with Clifton batting. We may have a pinch hitter for Walker here if this fellow gets on. The pitch is a ball. It's outside, shoulder high. He gets the walk. Walker. Walker is going to bat for Auker. Walker for Auker. He's in front of the outfielder. He bats right-handed. He's over there now in front of the Tiger dugout, which is back at first base, and over there to our right, selecting a bat. Here he comes out toward the plate. Walker will bat for Auker. Here comes the official announcement from down on the field. The Tigers are batting in the first half of the seventh inning with a man on first. Here's the announcement. Walker for Walker. Right-handed hitter. Boy number six in the back of his gray uniform. First pitch he swung at was right up around his shoulders. Strike one. The Cubs are warming up Tex Carlson and Charlie Root in the bullpen in left field. The Tigers are warming up Hogsett and Rowe in the bullpen in right field. He's getting a sign, watches the man on first base carefully. There's a hard hit ball toward the shortstop and the bounce. He has it over to second base, out, back over to first base, out, a double play. Walker, put into a fast double play. Jurgis to Billy Herman to Cabaretta. The ball took a bad bounce to Jurgis, but he came up with it, got it over to second base, then over to first base, and it's a double play, retiring the side. No run and no hit. Owen is the first man up. After he went out for the first out, Clifton drew a pass, and Walker was put in the game to bat for Walker, and he retired the side when he hit into a fast double play, short to second to first. The game is going into the last half of the seventh inning. The score, the Chicago Cubs three, the Detroit Tigers one. Hogsett, a left-hander, number 17 in the back of his uniform, is coming in to pitch for the Tigers. Schoolboy Rowe is still warming up in the bullpen in right field. The total so far, the Cubs have made three runs, six hits, and two errors. The Tigers have made one run, five hits, and two errors. Charlie Green has been put out of the game by umpire Moriarty. Johnny Cordon is going over to coach at third, and Roy Johnson is going over to coach at first. Last half of the seventh inning is getting underway with Hogsett, a left-hander out there on the mound, whipping over a few to Cochran. And the first man to bat for the Cubs 
will be Stanley Hack as the game goes into the last half of the seventh inning. Tall left-hander. Stands well over six feet tall. It's out there on the mound now. Oxford throws the rubber. Gets a sign from Cochran. Here's the pitch. A slow ball, and he hits it out toward the shortstop. Up with it. Over to first base. He's out. Rogel to Owen. Pack went out. Rogel to Owen. It was a ground ball. It hugged the ground all the way out to Billy Rogel. Now the Tigers hugging around out there. Bill Jurgis is coming to bat. Here's Bill up at the plate. He was safe on an error the first time up. The second time he walked and scored a run. Hotstead is ready. Here's the first pick. It hit him in the leg. Jurgis was hit with a pitch ball. It was a slow ball, fortunately, which couldn't hurt him. And Jurgis is going down the first baseline to first. Hotstead hit Jurgis with a pitch ball. Next man to come up is the pitcher, Bill Lee. The third baseman is playing in close, expecting Lee to bunt the ball. Here's the pitch, and he bunts it. Down toward first base. The pitcher comes over fast, tags the runner, and he's out. It's a sacrifice, advancing Jurgis to second. Bill Lee is out on a bunt down the first baseline, which Hodge said the pitcher picked up just about a foot inside the first baseline. Tags the batter midway between the plate and first base. He's out. It's a sacrifice, and it advances Jurgis to second. Now the top of the batting order, Augie Yolan, who's been up three times and has made two hits. He's batting right-handed now. He's a switch hitter, up right-handed against left-handed pitching. It's a sign. Here it is. It's low and inside. A ball. Ball one. Run around second base. Has a short lead off. Hogsett keeps a watchful eye on him. Here's the pitch, and it's a little bit outside. A ball. Waste high. Makes it ball two. Augie Galan. Had one hit so far up until today. Now he has three hits in the series with two today out of three times at that. Next pitch is low and outside. A ball makes it ball three to Galan. Very close to a right-hand hitter. It's the ball. Ball one. Hobson keeps an eye on the two runners. Getting in time, here's the next pitch, it's a strike, right over the outside corner, waist high, makes a ball running strike one. The Cubs are leading Detroit, three to one, in the third game of the World Series, which is now in the last half of the seventh inning. Lee is pitched all the way against Walker and Hogsett. As a curveball, he hits the choppy on the ground, the third baseman comes up with a nice pickup over the first base, and he's out, flips him to Ola. Clifton came up with a nice pickup that time with that roller between short and third and threw him out with tying the side. No runs and no hits. Hack was the first man up. He bounced out to the shortstop. Bill Jurgis was hit with a pitch ball. Lee sacrificed. Was thrown out of first base by the pitcher, Hogsett. Augie Galland walked. Billy Hammond was thrown out by Clifton. Clifton to Owen and it retires the side. Now the game is going into the first half of the eighth inning. Cubs are out there in the field. Galan walking into the left field. Winston's putting on his sunglasses. He walks in the center. He has his back to the infield. Emery is uh, fixing his glasses out there in right field. Cub infielders are taking the ball around. Their white uniforms. Moriarty, the second base umpire, is running over here near the Cubs dugout. So he's talking to some of the Cub players down there. The players are evidently on the umpire because of that decision at second base, and Moriarty is telling him something down here. Here's Billy Jurgis, the shortstop, coming in.
one of the Cub players come out of the Cub dugout and caution Jurgis, pat him on the back and tell him to go back to his shortstop position. Moriarty is still standing right in front of the Cub dugout, pointing, but uh, we're behind the dugout and we can't see who he's talking to down there. The crowd you can hear now is booing. Still has that right arm extended and he's pointing at somebody. Johnny Cord and the Cub coach is out on the Cub infield talking to Jurgis, talking to Billy Herman. The umpire at third is Ernie Quigley, and Moriarty is going back now to second base, walking between second and third, right in the baseline, walking out towards second. Just passing Jurgis now. Jurgis says something to him as he goes by. Johnny Cord and the Cub coach who was out there in the field is going off the field. And the first man to bat for Detroit, he's up at the plate now, it's White. First pitch to White is in high for a ball. Nobody on and nobody out. It's the start of the eighth inning. The Cubs are leading the Tigers by a score of three to one. Here comes the next pitch. Inside and high for a ball. Ball two. He steps out of the pitcher circle, up toward the plate, just a foot or two. Takes the return throw from Hartnett. Steps back on the rubber. He's ready for the next pitch. It's a strike. Fast ball above his waist, right over the plate. And the count is ball two and strike one. He is starting his wind up. Here's the next pitch. Inside, close to a left-hand hitter. Ball three makes it three and one now. Will Lee go through his motion out there. He's ready. Here's the next pitch to White. Right over the plate. Strike call. Count is ball three and strike two. Hack, the third baseman, stoops over and picks up a pebble. Straightens up again. Now White steps out of the batter's box. Leans his bat up against his legs. Rubs his hands on his uniform. Takes his bat in his hands again and steps up in there. This fellow crouches over somewhat like Earl Cone, the old eagle of the New York Yankees. The pitch almost hit him. Ball four. It came in shoulder high and almost hit him. Puts White on first base. Next man to come up is Cochran. Cochran was safe on an error the first time. He walked the second time, and he was retired the third time on a great catch by Demery in right field. And on first base, and Cochran batting, the Tigers trailing by two in the eighth inning. Strike one across his knees, right over the heart of the plate. Exciting ball game out here today in this third game of the World Series. And on first base, has a good long lead off. Lee is ready, here's the pitch. Right over the plate, below his shoulder. Strike two, a fastball. Cochran seemed to expect that Lee was going to waste one that time and try to make him go after a bad one when he had one strike on him. But Lee crossed him by throwing one right down the middle. And it's two strikes on Cochran. Runner on first base, White edging off again. Watch him now. Lee is getting ready. Here's the pitch. It's high for a ball. The count is ball one and strike two. The Cubs are warming up Lee. Cubs are warming up Carlton and Warnicky now instead of Root. Carlton and Warnicky down here in the left field bullpen. Next pitch, a little bit outside, a fastball. Count is ball two and strike two. Gabby Hartnett cocked his arm that time as though he was going to throw the ball to first base when White hustled back into the bag. Gabby held the ball. Runner on first base, Cochran batting. Nobody out. First half of the eighth inning in the Cubs leading three to one. He is getting a sign now. Here's the pitch. Outside, just below the shoulder, it's ball three, and the count is three and two. Ball three and strike two is the count. Cochran steps out of the batter's box now, gets a lot of dirt on his hands. Now he's up in there. 
takes his time out there, getting ready. Here comes the next pitch. There's a high, short fly in left field. Galan is running in fast. The shortstop is going out. Jurgis is calling for it. Jurgis caught it. A high, short fly in left field. Over near the foul line. Galan came tearing in. Jurgis went running out, calling for the ball. And caught it for the first out. One gone. Next man to come up is the second baseman, Charlie Geringer. Geringer bounced out the first time. Single shot to right field the second time. Third time was out on an infield fly. Wide on first base with one gone and Charlie Geringer facing Lee. Bill is getting a sign from Hartnett. Here it is. He drives the liner into right field. Emery comes in fast. Can't get it. The ball bounces past him up against the fence in right field. Here's Wright turning around third base. And he's held up at third now. And the relay comes in from right field from Demery to Billy Herman. And Billy Herman is running into the infield with the ball. It's a two-base hit for Charlie Geringer putting the tying run down second and third. A liner right over the first baseman's head. Down the right field line. It was a two-base hit. And it puts runners on second and third. Now the umpires are running down the right field line with that ball hit out there against the fence. Moriarty wants to be sure that that gate out there is closed. There's a gate out there through which they bring the covering they put over the infield here when it looks like rain. And the umpires run out there to examine those gates to be sure they're closed, that a ball can't bounce through them. That ball bounced right up against those gates. Back off the gate into the field. Emery got the ball back into the infield fast. Billy Herman caught the relay in short right field. The Tigers have runners on second and third in the first half of the eighth inning. And this is some ball game we're seeing here in Chicago in the third game of the World Series. Now the Cubs are holding a conference out there in front of the pitcher's mound. That is Charlie Geringer's fourth. He has a single and a double today. Dalton is waiting to bat. Dalton came through with his first hit of the series, the last time up with a sharp single in the right field. Now the umpires are satisfied that a ball cannot go between the gates in that screen out there in right field, and they're coming back in toward the infield. The Tigers have runners on second and third. There's one out, and it's the first half of the eighth inning. Gosling, the left fielder, is at bat. Billy Herman, the second baseman, is playing way back. First pitch to Gosling. He hits down the first baseline and hits the bag. Rolls out into right field. One runner scoring. Two runs are scoring. And the ball game is tied up at three and three. Gosling drove a hit down the first baseline and hit the bag. Found it five feet in the air and then kept right on going along the first baseline into right field. Demery came in fast, grabbed the ball off the ground and threw it into the infield. Two runs have scored and I believe Lee is going to be taken out. The ball game is tied up at three and three. That was a real blow that time by the Goose that tied up this ball game. Warnicky is coming in the pitch for the Cubs. Ronnie Warnicky is coming in the pitch for the Cubs, walking in slowly from left field. Bill Lee being taken out, a walk, and two doubles this inning in the first half of the eighth inning have tied up the game. So far, the hits for the Tigers, one in the first inning, one in the second, one in the third, one in the fifth inning, two in the sixth inning, and now two in the eighth inning. They have made seven hits off of Lee. Lee is going out of the game now, coming over here toward the third baseline and going into the Cubs dugout, which is to our left, and getting a hand from the crowd. Warnicky is the Cubs pitcher. 
Oswin drove in two runs with that hit. A walk, a double, and a single. Bruce is walking out of the even of the uh, Detroit dugout out there. Tap the water cooler for a few seconds while Warnke comes in and goes through his warming up process. The ball game is tied up at three and three. The Cubs made two runs in the second inning, one run in the fifth. The Tigers made one in the sixth inning and now two in the eighth. They have a man on first base and the game is tied up at three and three. Here's the right fielder, Pete Fox, who tripled the last time up for his first hit of this game. And his fourth hit of the series. Up at the plate now with a man on first base. One gone, and the score tied at three and three. Bonnie Warnicke, who shut off the Tigers in the first game of the series in Detroit, three to nothing, is now pitching for the Cubs. Now he's getting the sign out there. First pitch he swung at was a curveball right in around his knees. One strike, and what a break there was on that one. Strike one for Fox. He steps back out of the batter's box and dries his hands a bit, then gets up in there again. Dowsman on first base. He's hit tied up the game. Warnicke has his glove off, rubbing the ball around in his hands a bit, getting some of the shine off of it, getting the feel of it. Now he's all set. Here's the pitch. Strike two. That was a fastball. Right in around his knees over the inside corner. Keeps swung and missed. Two strikes on Fox. Warnicke goes back at the pitcher's circle, picks up the rosin bag, dries his hands, steps into the circle and right up onto the rubber. And now he's kicking the dirt around down there with full speed. Takes his cap off. Pulls his cap down firmly on his head again. Wipes his pitching hand, his right hand across the front of his uniform. Now he's looking down at Hartnett. He has two strikes on Fox. Dawson on first. Here's the pitch. He hits the ground ball to deep short. Jurgis can't get it. Goes into left field for a safe hit, and Goslin goes around second base, pulls up and beats it back to second as Galan gets the ball back into the infield in a hurry. It was a hit for Fox. His fifth hit of the series. A sharp single on the ground between short and third, a deep short. Jurgis went to his right over toward third and tried to flag the ball but couldn't stop it, and it goes into left field for a safe hit. That's a walk in three hits this inning. the next man to come up, left-handed batter is Billy Rogel. Tigers have two men on the bases, runners on first and second, one gone. Here's Rogel up at the plate, single the first time, slide out the second time and struck out the third time. First pitch is low and outside, a ball to Rogel. Tigers batting in the eighth inning. Third game of the World Series is tied up at three and three. They have runners on first and second. Thousand on second, Fox on first. Warnicke is ready, here's the pitch. He hits a ground ball out over second base into center field for a base hit. One runner scoring. Fox comes around to third base, and the Tigers are leading four to three. Two straight hits off of Warnicke, and the Tigers are leading here in the eighth inning by a score of four to three. That was a ground ball through the box, out over second base into center field, and the score now is four to three. Tigers have runners on first and third with one gone. The next man to come up is Marvin Owen. That was a real hit that time. A sharp single right through the box. Here's Owen who's playing first base today in place of the injured Hank Greenberg. Top of the plate, the right-handed batter. Here's the first pitch to him, and he started to swing that time, but he stopped, and it's called the ball. Ball one. Pitch was in very high. 
Ball one for Owen. Up infield is drawn in close here with a possible play in view of the plate. Packers have put on a real rally here, scoring three runs, and they're leading now four to three. Pitch in close at the knee for a ball. It's ball two. The Cubs are warming up Henshaw and Carlton in the bullpen in left field. Carlton a right-hander, Henshaw a left-hander. Packers are warming up Rowe in the bullpen in right field. Up infield is drawn in close. The Tigers have runners on first and third. They're leading four to three in the first half of the eighth inning. First baseman Marvin Owen is batting for the Tigers. Warnicky is pitching. Tigers the runner from first on his way to second. There's the throw from Hartnett. Now they've caught him. Now they're watching the man here at third base, Fox, to see what he's going to do. Cabaretta's chasing him back. A double steal that time. And we're finally, finally, Jervis threw the ball back to Cabaretta when trying to get back and started to run to second base. Cabaretta chased him with the ball. Fox had a lead of about 15 feet off a third. And when he saw Cabaretta broke to the plate, and Cabaretta tagged O'Gale, turned and threw the ball to the plate, but it was too late. Fox is scored, and the Tigers are leading 5-3. to three. Tom and Marvin Owen is now 3-1. That pitch was high and outside. Detroit in front. 5-3 to three now in the first half of the eighth inning. There's a line drive into the first baseman's hand, right off his shoe top, and it retires the side. Well, that was a great rally. Detroit came through with four runs. Started with a walk to White. Then a double right down the right field line over the first baseman's head against the right field screen by Geringer. And a single by Goslin. And a single in the left field by Fox. Then with the double steal underway, the man on first base was finally caught going to second base, but Fox scored from third when Cabaretta saw into the plate. It was too late to get him for the fourth run of the inning. And the Tigers are leading now by a score of 5-3 to three as the game goes into the last half of the eighth. The Tigers made four runs. One, two, three, four. Four hits. There was also a walk. The hit was credited to Geringer, Goslin, Fox, and Rogel. Schoolboy Rowe is coming into pitch now. Rowe is coming into pitch for the Tigers in the last half of the eighth inning with Detroit leading by a score of five to three. Cubs made two runs in the second inning and one run in the fifth. Tigers made one run in the sixth inning and four runs in the eighth. Cubs have used two pitchers, Lee and Warnicky. There were two hits off of Warnicky. One by Fox and one by Rogel. The walk was issued by Lee. Geringer doubled off of Lee. And Goslin singled off of Lee, driving in the two runs which tied the score. Now the game is going into the last half of the eighth inning. The Tigers are out there in the field. Right in center field. Fox in right field. Goslin left field. Clifton third. Rogel short. Geringer second. And Marvin Owen first. Schoolboy Rowe, who was defeated by Warnke in the first game of the World Series, is doing the pitching. Within a few days after the World Series, the new Ford for 1936 will be introduced and will be on display at Ford dealers everywhere. Mickey Cochran is talking to Schoolboy Rowe between the plate and the pitcher's box. The third game of the World Series, with each team having one victory. The Tigers are in the lead now as we start the last half of the eighth inning, five to three. Rowe is now going back to talk to Geringer, the second baseman of the Tigers. Cochran is back behind the plate, and Winston is waiting to bat. Here's Fred up at the plate. Fred has made one hit today. 
Cubs are trailing by two runs in the last half of the eighth inning. takes a look around at the scoreboard. Dumps the ball in his glove a couple of times. Now he's getting ready. A tall right-hander. Here's the pitch to Lindstrom. Fastball inside at the shoulder. Ball one. Nobody on and nobody out. The last half of the eighth is just getting started. Joe is getting a sign. Here's the next pitch. Strike crosses his knees over the outside corner. It's called. Ball one. Strike one. Now the umpire Bill McGowan wants to see the ball. Cubs are still warming up the left-hander, Henshaw. Schoolboy Rowe turns around, looks around the infield and the outfield, takes a look at the scoreboard in center field. Now he's turning around again to face the batter. Center fielder Lindstrom is up. He's ready, here's the pitch. Lindstrom hits a foul down the right field line into the boxes, and the count is ball one and strike two. Another ball is tossed out to Rowe. Lindstrom single the first time, second time he bounced out, and the third time he hit into a fast double play, second to short to first. Facing row now is the first man up in the last half of the eighth. Mr. hits a high, short fly in left field near the foul line. Goslin's coming over fast. Shortstop is chasing the ball, and Goslin catches the ball after a long run. Just a foot inside the foul line in fair territory in short left field for the first out. Goslin made a long run for that ball. Now the next man to come up is Heitnett. Gabby up at the plate. Gabby hits a long fly ball into center field. The center fielder White is going back. He's under it and he has it for the second out. Hartnett is a long fly ball into deep center field. White caught it for the second out. Two gone. Next man to come up is Demery. Frank Demery is up at the plate now. Frank is one hit today, a home run in the second inning. Slide out on the fourth, and he walked in the sixth. Rowe is getting his time. First pitch is a fastball across his knees. One strike. Detroit leading five to three in the last half of the eighth. They scored four runs in the first half of this inning. Now he's getting his sign out there again. He's ready. Here's the next pitch. A little bit outside, a slow ball. At the shoulder, the count is 4-1 on strike one for Demery. Rowe wipes his face. Gets ready out there now. Goes through his motion. Here comes the next pitch to Demery. Frank swung at a fastball right around his knees and missed it. And the count is 4-1 on strike two. Frank Demery batting with two out and nobody on the bases in the last half of the eighth. Schoolboy Rowe is ready. Here's the pitch. Fastball. He swung at the ball and missed it and retired the side. Demery swung at a fastball around his knees and missed it and it retires the side. At the end of the eighth inning, Cubs no runs and no hits. The first man up, Lindstrom, slide to Gosman close to the foul line in short left field. Hartnett sent a long fly ball to Jojo White in deep center field. Demery struck out. He went down swinging. No runs and no hits. Now the game is going into the first half of the ninth inning with the Cubs going on the field. Remember the fourth game of the World Series tomorrow. Larry Finch is going to pitch for the Cubs, and I believe that Crowder will start for the Tigers. The fourth game of the World Series in Chicago tomorrow with Larry Finch, the southpaw, going for the Cubs, and Crowder, a right-hander, the probable starter for Detroit. Tigers are coming to bat now in the ninth inning. First man to come up will be Clifton, who's played third today. He's been up three times. He bounced out. He lined one into left center, and he walked. 
Gives him two official times at bat. Fifteens up of the plate, right-handed hitter. Nobody on and nobody out. Start of the ninth inning with the Tigers leading five to three. The first pitch is low. Ball one. Warnicky throws the rubber out there, gets all set again. Cubs around the infield, shows words of encouragement to him. Pitches in close. It's right around his knees and close to a right-hand batter. It's ball two now for Clifton. Buddy out there, who's the pitch. Fastball right around his knees as the ball strikes. Clifton turned around, looked at the umpire as though he didn't agree with him. Ball two and strike one. It's Roy number 24 in the back of his way uniform. Here's the next pitch. Here's the next pitch. Right around his knees as the ball strikes. Clifton turned around, looked at the umpire as though he didn't agree with him. Ball two and strike one. Roy number 24 in the back of his red uniform. Here's the next pitch. He swung and he missed. Retiring. He fell down. He swung so hard. Retiring Clifton for the first out. Clifton struck out. It brings up the pitcher. Roll. Here he comes up. Here's Roll coming up the plate. He's a good hitter for the pitcher. around to the left side. He bats right-handed. Rowe takes his bat, and with the handle of the bat, knocks the dirt off the spikes on his shoe. He wears number 14. Here's Rowe up at the plate. Warnicke is waiting for him to get set in there. Bonnie is all set. Here's the pitch. Right over the heart of the plate. Waist high. A cold strike on Rowe. Detroit leading 5-3 to three in the first half of the ninth inning. He's ready out there again. Here's the next pitch. It's a fastball, which is outside of the knee. The count is four, one and strike one. One and one. Warnicky takes his time with the sign from Gabby. Now he's ready out there. Here's the next pitch to roll. It's a fastball right over the plate. Ball strike, and the count is one and two. Warnicky takes his glove off now. Takes the ball in his hand, rubs it around a bit. Now he's getting set. Here comes the next pitch to roll. It's a fastball, which is low and outside. A ball and count is two and two. Stanley Hackett third. Jurgis at short. Billy Herman at second. Cabaret at first. Boys all watching the batter intently. Water keeps going through his motion. He's ready out there now. Here's the pitch. The slow ball, and he hits it down to Hack. Hack gets the ball in a big bounce over the first base. And roll is out. Hack to Cabaret. Two going. Now the top of the batting order with White coming up again. White struck out the first time, bounced out the second time, single to center field the third time, and the fourth time drew a pass. White scored the first of the four runs the Tigers made in the eighth. Three is up at the plate, a left-handed batter facing Warnicky. First pitch is outside at the shoulder of ball. Ball one. It's the ninth inning of the third game of the World Series with the Tigers leading here in Chicago, five to three. Warnicky's winding up again. Here's the next pitch. It's low and outside. A ball makes it ball two now for White. Warnicky has his glove off. Rubs the ball around in his hands a bit. Now he's taking time so White steps out of the batter's box and gets a bit of dirt on his hand and turns around and steps up in there. Warnicky's ready to pitch to him. Here it is. It's right across his knees. A call strike. He was sort of running the count that time. He held his bat and just looked at the ball as it came in. The count is ball two and strike one. 
Warnicke's ready here's the next pitch. He swung at a fastball, which was right around his knees. He went all the way around trying to give that ball a ride, and the count is two and two on White. White stands there, tapped the bat on the plate. Warnicke's getting ready. Here comes the next pitch. It's inside, close to the left hand hitter, right around his waist. White jumped back from that fast one. The count is ball three and strike two. Nobody on the bases and two out. Next man due up is Mickey Cochran. He rubs the ball around in his hands out there. It's all set now. Now he's winding up. Here comes the next pitch. And he swung and he missed. Retiring the side. White struck out. A fastball right around his waist. And it retires the side. No run and no hit. Now the game is going into the last half of the ninth inning. In the first half of the ninth inning, Clipson struck out. Will was thrown out by Hack. Hack to Cabaretta. Then White struck out, went down swinging to retire the side. No runs and no hits. Now we're going into the last half of the ninth inning of this third game of the World Series in Chicago with the Cubs, the home team, coming to bat, trailing by two runs. The Tigers are leading by a score of five to three. Detroit has used three pitchers today. Eldon Hawker, Hogstep, and Rowe. The Cubs have used two pitchers, Bill Lee and Warnicke. Tigers are out there now in their gray uniforms, pegging the ball around. Cabaret is standing off there to the right of the plate. Left-handed batter. Phil hasn't made a hit today. In fact, Phil has yet to make his first hit in the series. That's left-handed. Now he'll be facing schoolboy Rowe. Here's a left-hand hitter up at the plate. Which is getting ready out there. Now the wind-up and the pitch. Cabaretta hits a high fly into right center field. The center fielder White is going back near the screen. Back, and he caught it. Right back against the screen. And right center, a nice running catch to retire Cabaretta for the first out. Cabaretta got under one of Rose's fastballs and drove it high into the air, way back in right center field. White raced over and right near the sign where it marked 356 feet. He caught it to retire Phil for the first out. Now the next man to come up is Stanley Hack. Here's Hack up at the plate. He has one hit today. First pitch is right over the plate, a call strike. Knee high. Strike one. Getting ready out there again. Here comes the next pitch. And he drives one, a line drive in the center field, a safe hit for Hack. Hack throws one. Right out over second base in the center field for a safe hit. Brings up Jurgis. Hack's second hit of the game. It was a liner. Right over the pitcher's head in the center field. The shortstop ran over behind second, jumped into the air with his left hand and tried to flag it. The ball was going too high. Somebody's going to bat for Jurgis. The man on first base. There's a batter coming out to hit for Jurgis. is going to bat for Jurgis with a man on first base and one gone here in the ninth inning. Charlie Grimm and Bill Baker were put out of the game today. Schubel had been coaching at first base for the first couple of innings and I thought it was uh, Schubel coaching there when the man was put out and I tipped red here that it was Schubel when he took a sweater off we saw it was Bill Baker. So Charlie Grimm and Baker were both put out of the game today. There's Klein coming up. 
Chuck Klein get the hands in the crowd. Now, of course, all the Cubs partisan hope that Chuck will aim for that right field fence. But the man on first, and the Cubs are trailing by two runs here in the last half of the ninth inning. Two boy row out there on the mound, and the first pitch was a fastball right over the heart of the plate. This is a tense moment here in the third game of the World Series in Chicago. The Cubs have a man on first base, and Chuck Klein is batting in place of Bill Jurgens. He's a left-handed hitter. Rowe is getting ready now. Here comes the next pitch. It's a slow ball, and he hits one. Two left field, a safe hit between the shortstop and the third baseman on the ground in the left field. Chuck Klein draws one into left field on the ground for a safe hit. That's another hit off a row, and the Cubs have runners on first and second. Now O'Day is coming up to bat for the pitcher. Ken O'Day will bat for the pitcher. This is some game we're seeing today in Chicago in this third World Series game. All the thrills that you asked for in the ball game. The Tigers are leading 5-3 in the ninth inning. Well, there's lots of noise. I imagine you can hear it. 60,000 people are howling here in Midway Field in Chicago in this third World Series game. The Cubs get two hits off a row in the ninth inning. First pitch to O'Day is a fastball right in the cross his knees for a strike. Like one. Now Ray is pitching to O'Day. There's a liner in right field. The right fielder comes in fast. Can't get it. Here's the run scoring. The runner from first base. Klein is racing around the third. He flies in. And he's safe at third. The Cubs have runners on first and third. The score is 5-4 to four in favor of the choice. Okay. What a hold of Rose fastball. Shoulder high. And slammed it into right field for a safe hit. The right fielder thought came in fast. Caught the ball in the second bounce. Saw the runner scoring. They made a long throw from right field over the third base to try to head off Chuck Klein who was carrying the fine run around the third base but the ball bounced twice before it got to the third baseman and Klein slid in under the throw. The Cubs have runners on first and third. The Tigers are leading five to four in the ninth inning of this World Series game in Chicago and the next man to come up is Augie Gillian, the left fielder. Five to four now, with the Detroit infield playing in close. There's only one out, and a hit or a long fly will tie the game. Oh, the noise here now. Everybody's standing. Nobody's seated anymore. There's too much excitement out here. Rowe is getting ready to pitch to the line, and he hits the high foul, which is going over near the railing. The crowd standing up. Cochran comes over. He can't get it. It goes into the stand. Foul, strike one. A new ball to start into the game, and the Tigers take it around. Flipped into Rogel, to Geringer, to Marvin Owen, who's playing first base today. See what a moment this is in this World Series. Here's Augie Galan up at the plate. Augie singled in the first inning, he singled in the fifth inning, he walked in the seventh. He's batting with Klein on third and Jose on first. The infield drawn in close. The pitch was almost a wild pitch. Cochran had to go way out to his left. Put up his left hand and cut that ball in his gloves to prevent a wild pitch. Man on first and a man on third with the Detroit infield drawn in close. Schoolboy Rose pitching to Robbie Galan, a left-handed hitter. Tigers drawn in to the edge of the grass. Schoolboy Rose ready. The next pitch, he hits a long fly ball way out in center field. The tying run was still surely here from third. Here's Klein coming into the plate. The ball game is tied up at five and five. Newspapers and everything in the world. Out 
there in right field, they're standing in the waving newspapers and scorecards as the Chicago Cubs have put on a great rally here in the ninth inning, the last half of the ninth inning, to tie it up at five and five. They still have a man on first base with two runs. Two runs in, and the next man to come up is Billy Hunt. Plenty of thrills here. Two-boy rolls ready to pitch to Billy Herman. First pitch, he hits a foul, which is going back to the right and into the box. Cochran comes back to see that he can't get it. Mickey puts his cap on and starts back to the plate. He started out with a single by Hack, a single by Klein, a single by O'Day, and a long fly ball into deep center field by Augie Gallant. Ball game is tied up at five and five in the last half of the ninth inning. Rowe is getting ready to pitch now to Billy Herman. Slow ball has been a little bit high and about his ball one strike one. Billy Herman has been up four times today. He's made one hit. Right-handed batter. Runner on first base has a short lead off. Billy started the swing, tried to stop, but it was too late, and it's a strike. The count is ball running, strike two. Ball game tied up at five and five in the last half of the ninth inning in the third game of the World Series. Schoolboy Rowe wipes his face out there. Keeps an eye on the runner on first base over his shoulder. Now he's ready to pitch again to Billy Herman. Takes his time out there. Here it is. It's low and outside of all. Cochran has to go out to the right for it. Johnny Cord and the cup coach at third is clapping his hands and walking up and down here at third. Tigers are playing in close. Gee, it's been a great and thrilling game here today. No matter who wins it, they've had all the excitement they want. Pitcher's getting ready now. Here it is. Billy Herman hits the ground ball down towards Clifton at third. Up a bit over the first base as he's out. Clifton to Owen to retire the side. One man is left on the bases. The Cubs made two runs. One, two, three. Three hits. And there were no errors. Back singled to start. After one out, Cabaretta flight out. Back singled. Then Klein batted for Jurgis and singled to left field. Then O'Day batted and drove a hit down the right field line, scoring one run, making it five to four. And then with runners on first and third, to land a long fly ball in the center field to tie up the ball game when Klein scored from third base after the catch. It's five and five. There's still a man on first base when Billy Herman bounces out. Clifton to the first baseman, Marvin Owen. At the end of nine innings in the third game of the World Series in Chicago, the Detroit Tigers five, the Chicago Cubs five. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Now the game is going into the first half of the 10th inning. You're receiving this broadcast of the World Series with the compliments of the Ford Motor Company. The game is going into the first half of the 10th inning with the Cubs out there in the field. Here's another pitcher in, Larry French, a left-hander. Larry French is out there on the mound now, looking over a few to the catcher. Klein is playing in right field. Now let's get the rest of these changes. They haven't been announced yet. The umpire is down here talking to the announcer on the field, Pat Piper. Billy Herman is still playing second. English. Lindstrom is going to play third. Pack is going to play short. Billy Herman is going to play second. Cabaret is at first. Klein is in right field. Demery is in center field. Galan is still in left field. Hartnett is catching and French is pitching. Now there are the changes. Cabaret is first. Billy Herman second. Pack is playing short. 
Lindstrom is playing third. Klein is playing right field. Demery is playing center field. Galan is in left field. Hartman is the catcher and French the pitcher. There you have the changes in the lineup now as we start the tenth inning. First man to bat for Detroit in the tenth inning with the ball game tied up at five and five is Mickey Cochran, the great leader of the Tigers and the left-handed batter. First pitch is in close to Mickey and backs him away. It's ball one. Cochran was safe the first time, walked the second time, tied out the third time, and tied out the fourth time. And up four times today, the next pitch he hits a foul. Back into the upper deck off there to the right. The count is ball one and strike one. Although he's getting his sign. Goes to his motion out there. Here's the pitch. Curve the out is ball two and strike one. Nobody on the bases, nobody out. It's the tenth inning with the Tigers batting. Edward Winston playing in at third base. Here's the next pitch. He hits a high fly, an infield fly to Winston, who's standing just outside the bag in foul territory and takes the ball for the first out. It was pretty hard, hard to see at first where that ball was coming down because it went up so high that it was up higher than the uh, deck, than the second deck of the grandstand, which is right above us here. And finally, in the ball, we could see uh, by where Winston was standing where the ball was coming down. It came out just, came down outside the bag, a high fly foul just outside the base of third base, and Winston caught it for the first out. Now the next man to come up is Gerringer. One gone in the tenth inning. Geringer has two hits today, a single and a double. Larry French is ready to pitch to him. The wind-up here it is, and it's a strike. Right over the heart of the plate, and the pot is ball one, strike one. Larry French plays in that fastball of his that time. He's mixing up the fastball with the curve putty out there right now. Now he starts to wind up again, goes through his motion. Here's the next pitch to Charlie. Curve ball, and he hits a long fly ball. Way back in right field. It's going, time is right over the foul line and caught it. Right on the foul line. The umpire says that the ball was outside the line, and he caught it just about a half a foot foul. The umpire at first base ran down the right field line and motioned and time caught the ball, but the ball had been caught in foul territory. So Geringer sent a foul fly to Klein. Way down the right field line, and there's two gone now, and the next man to come up is Gosling. It was Gosling, you know, who drove in the tying runs in this ball game for Detroit. And the Cubs were leading 3-1. Bruce has had a good day today with two hits. Larry French is ready to pitch to him. Two out and nobody on. There's a low curve right over the outside corner and right at the shoulder. The strike is called. Lindstrom, the third baseman, is playing in close. Billy Herman, the second baseman, is playing back on the edge of the grass. Billy plays back a little bit farther than second baseman usually do. He shifts all around to the batters. There's a curve ball with a big hook on it, but it broke in too low. Two steps out of the batter's box. The count is ball one and strike one. takes his glove off, rubs the ball around in his hands. The Cubs are warming up a pitcher in the bullpen left field, Charlie Root. French is ready now. Here's the next one. Curves ball, and he fouls it into the box seat, right over near the Detroit dugout. The count is ball running strike two. Dawson is very uniform, stepped out of the batter's box. The umpire behind the plate wants to lose the fire baseballs now. Most used to be sent down to the field to take care of the baseballs, but he wants to move them. Larry French is towing the rubber. There's two out and nobody on in the first half of the tenth inning. French goes through his motion. He's ready. Here's the pitch. There's a line drive right over Billy Herman's head into right center field. A safe hit for Gosling. He's trying for second base. Here's the throw. He flies in and he's safe at second. Gosling. Cut the cub outfield by surprise that time when he drove a liner into right center field. Right field of Klein and the center field of Demery both came over for the ball. Finally, Demery picked up the ball and threw it in. And 
the Bruce kept right on going and slid into second base safely. It's a two-bagger for Goslin, and the next man to come up is Fox. Fox also has had a good day with a three-bagger and a single. That's Goslin's third hit. Now Larry Finch is ready to pitch to Pete Fox. Man on second base and two drawing in the first half of the tenth. There's a fly ball down the right field line. The first baseman is chasing it. He caught it. A foul fly down the first baseline. Tab Rutter ran down the foul line and then out a little bit to his right and caught it. And the boys in the foxes are leaning over the railing down there and waving their scorecards and they'll have to serve Tab Rutter as he caught that ball to the tire of the side and Gosman is left on the base. No runs and one hit. In the first half of the tenth inning, Cochran hit a high foul fly. Just outside the bag at third base to Lindstrom. Charlie Geringer sent a long fly ball right down the right field line, just in front of the flag throw. Chuck Klein came hustling over and caught the ball while standing on the line and leaning over it for the second out. Then Goslin drove a hard liner right over the second baseman's head into right center, slowed down at first base, and the outfielder thought he was going to be content with a single, and then he stepped on the gas and streaked for second base and slid in ahead of the throw. It was a two-bagger. Then with the man in the scoring position, Fox at a high foul, a short distance down the right field line, tapped over the first base and raced down the line and caught it and retired the side. No runs and one hit. Now we're going into the last half of the 10th inning with the ball game tied up at 5-5 five and five in the third game of the World Series in Chicago, and Lindstrom is coming to bat. Schoolboy Rowe is out there in the mound. He's the third Tiger pitcher today. Each team has used three pitchers. Now Rowe is ready. He drives one way out in right center field. The center field is going over. He can't get it. The ball is sitting the fence out there in right center field. Lindstrom is coming in a second base, and he stopped. It's a two-day hit. Lindstrom hit the first ground pitch. A line drive. Way out in right center field. The center fielder White cut over. Fox was running over, chasing the ball. White took the ball on the rebound off the fence. Got it back into the infield in a hurry. And Lindstrom has a two-bagger to his credit. A long hit into right center field. It's a two-bagger for Lindstrom starting the last half of the tenth. Now the next man to come up is Hartnett. Ball game is tied up at five and five in the last half of the tenth inning. Here's Gabby up. Gabby's been up four times today without a hit. Floyd Infield is playing a little bit close. Billy Rogel, the shortstop, is still holding the ball. He walks into McGrath, does something to roll and throws in the ball. Third baseman Christian is playing in close. The outfield is playing in regular position. Osmond, White, and the right fielder, Pete Fox. Hartnett is up with a teammate on second. He attempted to punt the first pitch and missed the ball completely for a strike. Pitch with a fast ball, low and outside. Shortstop, Rogel is playing over near second base to keep Winston just as close to that bag as he possibly can. Remember, he's carrying the winning run here in the last half of the tenth. So he's getting ready. Here's the next pitch to Hartnett. It's low, a fast ball, and the count is four, one, and strike one. He takes his time out there, gets ready. Tigers, you know, put on a great rally in the eighth inning. High and go into the lead, and then the Cubs came through with a nice rally in the last half of the night. Here's Hartnett up now, the pitch. He punched one right down the first base line. Cochran's chasing it, picked it up, gets it over the first base. Out. It's a sacrifice, advancing the runner to third. Gabby laid down a beautiful punt, which rolled about 25 feet down the first base line and stayed just two feet inside the line. The pitcher came over, but Cochran hollered for him to get away. Vicky chased the ball, picked it up and threw it to first base. 
and it was out at first a sacrifice advancing Lindstrom to third with the winning run where he's in a position to score he's around a hitter a long fly this third game of the World Series is tied up here in the last half of the 10th inning at 5-5 five and five, the Detroit infield is drawn in close and now Frank Demery the right fielder is coming to bat Frank has one hit today a home run Although as ready as the pitch, Demery swung at a curveball around his waist and missed it. One strike. This third game of the series is an extra innings. We're in the last half of the tenth inning with Winston on third base. Schoolboy Rose getting ready here's the next pitch. He swung at a fastball right around his knees and missed it. Two strikes. Rose bearing down out there for all he's worth, trying to prevent this run from coming in here from third. Frank Demery hit a ground ball to the shortstop. Billy Rogel, who fumbled it, grabbed the ball, retired the batter, and Lindstrom is forced to hold third. There's two out of the man on third. The next man to come up is Cabaretta. Cabaretta's been up four times without a hit. Facing goal now with the man on third base and two gone. First pitch, he hit the ground ball to the second baseman, up with it, over the first base, and he's out, and it retired the call. Lindstrom is left on third. At the end of the 10th inning, Schoolboy Rose did plenty of bearing down there and retired the side after the first man to back to the Cubs led off with a two-base hit. Lindstrom doubles to right center field to start the last half of the 10th inning. Gabby Hartman sacrificed with a little bunch on the first baseline and was thrown out by Cochran. Frank Emery hit a ground ball with a shortstop and was thrown out. Rogel to Owen. Then Cabaretta with a man on third base and two gone. Hit a ground ball back at Geringer and was thrown out. Geringer to Owen. No runs and one hit. The game is going into the first half of the 11th inning with the score still tied up at 5-5 five and five in this third game of the World Series. Larry French is now pitching for the Cubs and Schoolboy Rowe is pitching for the Tigers. Rowe did some magnificent pitching there in that last half of the 10th inning to keep that winning run from crossing the plate. Cubs are out there in the field. Remember the changes we have now in the Cubs battlefront and that the outfielder Lindstrom is now playing third. Of course, Freddie is the third baseman too. He played third for many years with John McGraw and the New York Giants. Came to the Pirates in the deal as a third baseman and he shifted the outfield. And he's played third base several times for the Cubs this year. The first man to bat for the Tigers is up at the plate with Phil Gill. He's a switch a hitter and he's batting right-handed now against Larry Finch's southpaw. The first pitch is shoulder high and outside for the ball. Nobody on and nobody out in the first half of the 11th. Spence is getting a sign out there. He's ready now. Here's the pitch. It's a strike right in across his knees. It's called for one and strike one. Cubs are still warming up Charlie Wood in the bullpen and left field. Larry Spence gets his sign. Here's the next pitch. He swung at a slow curve that was high and outside, and the count is four one and strike two for the girl. Tigers are batting in the first half of the 11th inning. A great ball game today in the third World Series game. Spence is getting ready now. Here's the next pitch. It's a curveball and he hits the liner. Foul by a foot down the third baseline. Rogel hits that one right down the third baseline and it hit foul. A short distance down the line. Foul by a foot. Let's get a new ball and take it around and then back to Larry Finch. Gabby Hartnett shoots that fist up in the air. Puts the boys up a bit. Spence is standing there on the rubber watching Rogel. He gets into the batter's box again with a count on him of one and two. Here it is. He drives a ground ball past the shortstop to the shortstop left into left center field. It's a safe hit. The 
ball is hit sharply between the shortstop and the bag. Right pass pack into left center field. It's a safe hit for Rogel to start the 11th inning. Now the next man to come up in the first place from Marvin Owens. He may see a sacrifice here. Winston is expecting it and is playing in. Hack is playing short. Billy Holm in second. He bumps one down the third baseline. Winston picks it up, gets it over to second, and it's out of second. The sacrifice did not work. Instead, it's turned into a force play. And Owen bumps the ball down the third baseline about a foot inside the line and bumped it sharply so it rolled hurriedly down to Winston. He picked it up and shot the ball back to second base to Hack. He covered, and it's out of second base. So it's a fourth out of second. Moves the runner on first base for the Tigers and brings up the third baseman, Clifton. Man on first, one out and Clifton comes to bat. Clifton's been up four times today without a hit. Lynch is getting ready to pitch to him now. First pitch for Linson. Linson can't hold the ball. Linson couldn't hold the ball. He tried to grab it on a short hop and the ball got away from him. And there are runners on first and second for Detroit. Next man to come up is the pitcher, Schoolboy Rowe. We're in a bad spot here to see the official score, to see what they're calling that. It's an error for Lindstrom. It's an error. Which runners on first and second for the Tigers and brings up Rowe. That was a ground ball for Lindstrom's left to the shortstop side of the third baseman. But he fumbled it, and the pitch runners on first and second. Owen is on second, Clifton is on first, Rowe is batting. First pitch was a curveball, shoulder high. He swung at the ball and missed it. One strike. Right batting in the first half of the 11th inning, and the ball game tied up. Five and five. Larry French is now opposing Rowe. Rowe is at bat with two men on. French is getting ready. Here's the next pitch. He swung at a slow curve right below his shoulders and missed it. Strike two. Two strikes now on Rowe. Steps out of the batter's box, dries his hands a bit, and gets up in there again. Larry French closed on his pitching hand. Stands around the rubber, draws his arms up over his head, drops him down in front of him. He's ready. Here's the pitch. Curveball. He struck out. That was a curveball that broke outside of the knee. Schoolboy Rowe went out for it and missed it and struck out. Rowe throws his back high into the air and it lands over there near the Detroit dugout. Now the top of the batting order with the center fielder White up at the plate. Batting left-handed. White has been up five times. He has a hit and a left to his credit. Starting now with two men on for the Tigers and two gone in the first half of the 11th. Pitches right over. A beautiful curveball that broke right in there. White took a look at the ball and didn't like it. But it broke sharply right over the plate for a ball strike. Jojo grabs the pick of his cap several times, pulling his cap firmly on his head. Now takes his position there at the plate, holding that bat out in front of him. French is getting his sign again. Here's the pitch. There's a curve that breaks very low and very far outside a ball, and the count is one and one. One and one for White, batting for Detroit in the 11th inning with two out and two men on the bases, and the score tied at five and five. The third game of the World Series in Chicago. And what a crowd there is here today, and what a game. Larry French is getting his sign. Here's the next pitch. He swung that time with another curve ball. Right around to his knees, and he missed it. And the count is four, one, and strike two. White really went around in that one. Trying to get that ball arrived, but he missed it. And the count is one and two. Now he taps his out on the plate. He's watching Larry French. French again raises his left hand, his pitching hand, and blows onto the bit. 
Now he draws his arms up in front of him, drops him down. He's ready now. Two men on, two out. Pitch is high and inside. Forces White right out of the batter's box to get away from the pitch that came in very close to him. And the count is two and two. Well, two and strike two. Stands there on the rubber, takes a look back at Marvin Owen on second, Clifton on first base for Detroit. Two and two count on the batter. He hits one right out over second base in the center field, a face hit. The center fielder comes in fast, takes the ball, throws it into the plate, but the run scores. The ball gets away from Hartnett, and the Tigers have runners on second and third. Detroit is leading now by a score of six to five. White throw the hit right over second base in the center field. Scored Marvin Owen, he sent Clifton around to third, and on the throw to the plate, the batter, White, went to second. He gets credit for a single. He went to second on the throw to the plate. The Tigers are leading now by a score of six to five. They have runners on second and third. Next man to come up is Cochran. The first half of the 11th inning. Detroit leading the Cubs six to five. Second hit of the day. Our first is ready to pick the Cochran. Detroit made one run, two hits, and there was one error. One run and two hits. They drilled it off with a hit. He was forced to second base when Owen tried to sacrifice. Then Clifton was safe on an error by Lindstrom. Putting runners on first and second. Then Rowe batted and struck out. Swinging the three pitch balls. Then White drove a hit out over second base in the center field with scored Owen and put Detroit into the lead six to five. Cochran hit the first ball pitched and fouled to Hartnett to the left of the plate. And it retires the side. Detroit made one run and two hits. The hits were by Rogel and White. Now the game is going into the last half of the 11th inning with the score 6 to 5 in favor of the Tigers. First man to bat for the Cubs will be Stanley Hack. Hack started the rally, you know, in the ninth inning with a single. Coming to bat now in the last half of the 11th inning with the score. Six to five in favor of the Tigers. Two boy roll out there in the mound. Tigers take the ball around for the last time. Cochran five deal line, whips the ball down to second base to Geringer. Geringer throws the ball back to Roll. And now the last half of the 11th inning of this third World Series game is getting underway. Cubs in the meantime are warming up two pitchers, Root and Henshaw. Now Roll is ready to pitch the hack. First pitch is a strike, a fastball right around his knees. Strike one. Cochran throws that ball back hard to Roll. He's getting ready again. Here comes the next one to Hack. Fast ball is hit the grounder to the third baseman. Clifton's up a bit over the first base, and he's out. Hits into Owen. One gun. There's Klein coming up now. Got Klein coming to bat. He's been in right field for the last two innings. Left-handed batter. Here's the wind-up and the pitch to Klein. Fastball. He fouled it off of Mickey Cochran's chest protector. One strike. Chuck Klein is batting in the last pass of the 11th inning. One out and nobody on the bases and the score is 6-5 to five in favor of the Tigers. Joe shuttles the ball in his pitching hand in a few seconds and gets ready. Klein swung at the ball that time and fouled it. Right back at the plate on the ground. Cochran shakes his head, walks out in front of the plate and throws the ball back to Rowe. Then turns around and comes back behind the plate again. It's two strikes on Klein. The umpire at third base takes a look at the ball now to see that it's okay. And 
throws it back to Rowe. Chuck Klein, right fielder, batting for the Cubs in the last half of the 11th inning. Rowe takes his time out there, gets ready again. Starts his wind up, here's the pitch. Klein hits the ground ball, fouled on the first base line. Owen comes over the line, picks up the ball in his left hand, takes it down to Cochran, and now Cochran throws the ball back to Rowe. The next winning game in this third World Series game we're in the last half of the 11th inning. Cubs one out, Chuck Klein batting in the Tigers leading 6-5. to five. Just about as thrilling a ball game as you'd ever hope to see. Which is getting ready now. Here comes the next one to Klein. Klein swings and fouls at the back of the plate into the net. And the count is still two strikes. Klein steps out of the batter's box, dries his hands a bit, then gets up in there again. Rose thumps the ball and moves rather a couple of times. Standing there on the rubber looking down at Cochran. Now he wipes his pitching hand in the front of his uniform. Gets ready out there. Here it is. It's high and very far outside the ball. Ball one to Klein. Makes the count one and two. Klein steps back in the batter's box. Taps his out on the plate. Brings that bat around in front of him a couple of times. Rose going through his motion now. He's ready. Here's the pitch. He drives one foul by about five feet. Fine hit one foul down the first base line on the ground. The count is ball one and strike two. Another ball is thrown out to roll. Comes the ball back in his glove a couple of times. Pulls his cap down firmly on his head. Tigers are leading six to five in the last half of the 11th inning. Rowe getting a sign again from Cochran. Now he's ready. Here's the pitch. Klein takes one outside at the shoulder of Earl, and the count is two and two for Klein. Well, two and strike two. Cobb still warming up a couple of pitchers. Charlie Root and Henshaw on the bullpen in left field. Each team has used three pitchers today. Rowe is getting ready out there now. Here comes the next pitch to Klein. Klein swung at a fastball in high and fouled it back into the net, and the count is two and two. McGowan gives Mickey Cochran a new ball, which he throws out to the pitcher. Tiger infielders out there, something their hands into their gloves. Rogel is looking back at the scoreboard in center field. Now he turns around, watching the pitcher. Rowe is, Rowe was ready that time, but he didn't notice the time was out of the box, and the umpire held his hands, calling time. Now they're all ready. Rowe is going through his motion. Here's the pitch. Fine struck out. He swung at a fastball in low. Cochran uh, couldn't hold on to the ball, but it dropped at his feet, and he picked it up and tagged Klein, and Chuck is out for the second out. That's two gone now in the last half of the 11th inning. Klein is out on strike. Stevenson, I believe, will bat for the pitcher. Stevenson, the third-string catcher, I believe, will bat for the pitcher. Last half of the 11th inning, and the Tigers leading 6-5 to five in a great ball game. Here comes Stevenson out to bat for the pitcher. Here's Stevenson coming out, swinging two or three bats now over his shoulders. That's right-handed. He's coming to bat with two out and nobody on the bases in the last half of the 11th inning of this third game of the World Series. Here's Stevenson up at the plate, right-handed hitter. Getting ready out there now. Rose all set. 
First pitch is in high and in close to Stevenson for a ball. Ball one. That's right-handed. He's a third-string catcher. There's Hartnett, O'Day, and then Stevenson. Oh, he's getting his sign. Here's the pitch. Fastball outside. A ball makes it ball two. It's two nothing now. Wally walks out of the box. Gets some dirt on his hands. Drying them. Then gets... Walks up toward the plate again. Right up in there now. A red 42 in the back of his white uniform. Oh, he's getting his sign. Here's the pitch. He swung at a fastball and missed it. Right around his shoulders. And the count is ball two and strike one. Two and one. Boy Rowe gets the sign again from Cochran. He's all set. Here's the pitch. Stevenson hits a high foul off there to the right that's going into the boxing. Crowd over there standing with their arms outstretched. The count of ball two and strike two. Two and two for Stevenson. The announcer on the field is taking another supply of baseballs out to the umpire in chief, Bill McGowan. Nobody on the bases for the Cubs and two gone. The last half of the 11th inning. Schoolboy Rowe is winding up. Here comes the next pitch to Wally. Stevenson hits a foul way up into the upper deck off there to the right. Way up behind first base. And the count is ball two and strike two. Remember tomorrow will be the fourth game of the World Series. This is the third game in Chicago today. Mr. takes his time out there getting ready. Jumbles the ball in his pitching hand a couple of times. He has a count of two and two on Stevenson. Stevenson takes one high and inside. A third ball and the count is three and two. Stevenson steps out of the batter's box again. Gets some dirt on his hand. The last half of the 11th inning. Tigers leading six to five. Two-ball win. Closing Larry French now. The third pitcher for each team. Way goes through his motion. Gets ready here to pitch. The game is over. Stevenson is called out on strike. And Detroit wins the third game of the World Series. Six to five. Walter Stevenson, third string cut catcher, got us to the pitcher and was called out on strike. And it's no runs, no hits, and no errors in the last half of the 11th inning. Schoolboy Rowe, who was the last pitcher on the mound, would have, of course, received credit for the victory. And Larry French, the third pitcher for the Chicago Cubs, will be charged with the defeat. It is by far the most thrilling game of the World Series with action, thrills, galore, and everyone out here, the great crowd of 50,000 people, were absolutely thrilled as the Chicago Cubs and the Detroit Tigers battled to 11 long innings to determine who was going to be the winner in this third game of the World Series. This is Bob Elson. He's had the pleasure of bringing these last meetings to you. And now I'm going to turn you over to my associate, Red Barker, who has all the highlights and all the dope on this great team for you. Okay, Red. The broadcast of this game has been sent to you by the Ford Motor Company. The members of Ford and Lincoln Cars and Ford Trucks. We are pleasure invited to be there again again tomorrow when the Royal Series battles resume the business in Chicago. Once the Ford go by. We've got to meet so much in it that we've been untouched in the few minutes of the